Yeah. Hey. Oh. Oh. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, that's, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> can we? Can you I almost want to take that over. God, really good. Oh, God. No, we don't want to take it over. Uh, let's just hop right into it. That's <laughs> that's what we're fucked. Yeah. That's, 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 that's that sound is why. That sound is why. Yeah. It's like all right, settle down. All right. <laughs> yeah. Dial it back, he, sex clown. He, he's not that good. <laughs> no man is that good. <laughs> sit, sit the fuck down. Mm. Nothing that. Well, not since Hugh Hefner died. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing that isn't vibrating and made of silicone is that good. I ejaculates chocolate and Brits money. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I still can't decide whether Hugh Hefner was like an okay guy or an asshole. Everyone seems to have very. It's okay if he's both. It's okay. I think it's pretty. Okay most both. most yeah. people are both. Yeah. yeah. Mahatma Gandhi and Sonny, where Dennis uh, <laughs> becomes a oh, hippie. Oh yeah, that's right. He becomes a hippie exclusively for the sex. I think. Yeah. Just just employs this huge gambit to convince the guy to chain himself to the tree so he could fuck his girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. I guess we might as well hey, uh, do an official welcome here. Welcome mm. back to the Three Dudes cast. Um, Episode 20, back oh, to business. Oh, god damn it, I was going to try and avoid that. No! Stop it! I want them no. to hear me say the number it They is. can see the number. <sighs> I like telling them anyway. <laughs> Uh, what if they're driving? <laughs> then yeah. they can't see what episode number. Right. They can if they have a, a car with the thingy what on it. What if they've stumbled into a tunnel and this sound is playing in it? God damn it. <laughs> all right, all right. We're back. It's episode 20. Mm-hmm. We're back to the original format. Sorry we missed last week, everybody. Uh, it was Aubrey's birthday. Aubrey had the dirty Happy 30. I was, I was busy. I, we and her were busy going to the one and only Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> and boy, was it fucking cool. Oh, yeah, dude, that's the shit. Oh, man. so good. So good. I just spent, like, all, almost all of last night just looking at, up the inductees and listening to their anthologies. Mm, nice. Um, but because B.B. King's anthology is so huge, that was all I got through. Yeah, right. No, right. Um, Try, way to get to Dylan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a fucking cool place, man. Yeah. Um, we're fortunate here. We got... Like within driving distance f- for us, we have the, yeah yeah uh, the Rock the- Hall, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh-huh. and if you don't mind taking a, a couple hours on the freeway, you can get to the Motown Museum in Detroit. That's uh, right. That's which I would sweet. recommend to anybody. There's sweet. there's also if you if you go west on 80, I'm just saying there's there's the RV and Mobile Home Hall of Fame. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a thing. Where is that? Uh, it's it's out on I-80, so it's surrounded by corn in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. Uh, <laughs> Somewhere in Western Ohio, or yeah, yeah. I was I was driving. I was I was going with my boss to Chicago on a trip, and and uh, we just we trucked it six hours on I eighty, and uh, it it was just corn, and <laughs> it was just corn in the RV Hall of Fame, and that's yeah. it, and that's it. I saw it from the side of the highway. I was like, oh, that's interesting, and then went back to reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So exciting. Yeah. I wonder if anyone makes that drive just for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they don't. I would really hope not. Well, no. when you when you live in a mobile home, I mean, nothing's really a drive. <laughs> the road is your home. <laughs> the road is my home. My Life car. is a highway. I want to drive it. <laughs> 
Sit the fuck down, everybody. Um, yep, it's, it's session 20. Uh, we're, we're getting into it. I'm hosting this week. Yes. Um, I am very tired. Yeah, dude, I'm so tired. I am so fucking I'm going to be sucking so down coffee as fast tired. as I can. I don't want to do this podcast. <laughs> that's not true. I want to do this podcast. No. I need to wake up. That's yeah, right. Let, let that coffee hit you. Yeah, by the first exactly break, we need to we, finish we, these. We, and right, starting out another one. Yes, we do. Yeah, which uh, these are strong, by the way. I brew my coffee strong. Well, good shit. because I'm dying up. You're gonna have heart palpitations. Good. Hey, by the way, um, it tastes good. Speaking of coffee, that fucking Keurig. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm fucking addicted to no it. No shit. <laughs> I am. I'm glad you're making use. of I it. I love the goddamn thing. Not only. Not only. Is it? Is it? I, I, I like it for the coffee. I've been drinking a lot more coffee since uh-huh. I got it. But it also just makes warm water in like ten seconds. Yes, it does. For that's, tea, how we, that's how we do tea. Yeah. Boiling hot water in ten seconds, and I have tea. It's super I, convenient. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's really convenient. This is what's going to solve my alcoholism. <laughs> I'm well. Gosh, if anything can solve it, the geniuses at Keurig can. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Germany. <laughs> Germany, the inventors and destroyers of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I won't spoil it. <laughs> uh, no, we're uh, so I get we're back. Uh, it's been a couple. We haven't done it in a while. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Now I'm doing the podcast or show. But wait, <laughs> clumsy. Yeah, last week while you were away, we had a little jam session. Yeah, we did. Yeah, nice. we still got the gear back there. We, we so. actually nice, recorded nice. some kind of interesting. I think we had some interesting stuff happen, man. We did. Oh yeah, shit. We uh, we didn't really listen to it afterwards. No, it's recorded on there. There was, I mean, there was a whole lot of fucking around, but yeah, yeah. But fun. I think we hit a couple of really interesting strides. Or, or I was just drunk. But. Yeah, right. One of the two. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I definitely. Um, since the Hall of Fame, I, I've been I've been picking up the guitar a little bit. Got to noodle around a little, so I'm mm-hmm. just uh, give a little noodle. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's 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 good. It's worth uh, it's worth picking up. It's a yeah. it's a good it's it's nice to make something. I yeah. mean, that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Yeah, between doing this podcast and doing the podcast with Christy, I've been like producing two, yeah, you know, shows a week, and I've been feeling really good about making stuff. And I'm realizing that like maybe nothing makes me feel as good as making something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's there's an actual psychological phenomenon called the IKEA effect, where where a person's most valuable possessions are the things they've created themselves. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, like when you have to build that fucking end table when it comes into your house, sure. yeah. you love it more. Right. I believe that because I got a couple of shitty little uh, bedstands in my bedroom that yeah. I put together myself. They're over, not going away. Yeah. Over three painstaking hours after a trip to IKEA, and they are not going away. Right. Oh god, that's gross. Oh, well, what happened? Well, you oh, have a little pipe little fiasco spittle there. Oh, oh, gross, dude. Yep. That is the worst. Oh. I'm like gagging thinking about it. Yeah. How about you out there? Are you gagging? Are you guys gagging? <laughs> my my weird tar spit pipe oh, mouth. Oh, stop! Oh god! <laughs> oh, I'm drying off now. Oh, oh no! And oh. we just lost two listeners. Oh, god! All right. <laughs> uh, so I guess let's get into it. Why? Why? Uh, yeah, you know what? I was gonna start with me. And I am gonna start with me. Oh, <laughs> nice psych out. Fake out. Wow. That's a real Conroy level fake out you mm-hmm. just pulled out of. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. I, I, this is something that's been eating on my mind for a long time mm-hmm. in the age that we live in, where in the parlance of our in times. the parlance of our times, you know, we're we're living in like a really hard time right now in the states, where yep, 
Mm-hmm. We got fiascos on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the one thing that all of us can come together and agree is that when you're watching pornography online, <laughs> there's nothing worse than a man who talks during the scene. <laughs> That is a great reason we're fucked. There's oh, nobody. Yeah. You yeah. like that, Dave? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, nobody. You're not okay. So seriously, I like that? Or am I? Am I crazy? Like, is there anybody? Even the women aren't watching for the man. You're just no. the. You're just the 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 vessel. Half the time, the women aren't even watching a man and a woman. They're just watching some woman do something. Right. Half the time, that's what I'm watching. <laughs> I mean, there, and like the times when you watch the dude, they're just the vessel. For the, it's it's <laughs> a pounding as it were. It's a it's a vicarious sensory and physical. Yeah, it's the sure. reason Master Chief Shit. doesn't. You, you know, like you you put on his visor and you go inside. Master oh, Chief's head. okay, I got. I, I was wondering where the fuck you were going. It's with the that. reason that he should be faceless. Right. as your Master Chief, and in that porto, you're that guy. Right. Don't black, talk black or not. Right. <laughs> black or not. Right. <laughs> for the love of God. And there's, I, I thought that black people were the minority. You ever gone on any porn site in America? That's, you can't. I mean, like, oh there's, it's, it's, yeah, very large. There might be outside representation in porn, I think, maybe. Yeah, maybe. For maybe. reasons. Yeah, for reasons. For reasons. Yeah. It, uh, but no, it just, like, fucking uh, uh, settle down, dude. Nobody is here. Talk. Nobody is here to see you. You are just the vessel that delivers the dick. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> your your thoughts and your emotions and your you have no needs. You have no needs. You you mean nothing. No, we're not watching. You are a you. piece of meat. When like when we're watching the dick go in, we're not watching the dick. We're watching the vagina that's getting something out of our peripheral. Getting for, put all, for all I care, it could be a big thumb. Right. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You are not important, and whatever I mean, you're talking about doesn't matter. I mean, I would probably notice for a second, go, huh, and then. It Forget yeah, about that, it. Right, right. That yeah, thumbnail. That's weird. You like that? <laughs> or you're like, you're like, you're doing this thing that, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so, all right, come, come on, now, you know? Like, yeah. Nobody, no woman likes it when you abuse them. Like, please stop. Yeah. You know, really, like encouraging yourself to continue abuse them is not attractive <laughs> right, to anybody. Right. It's not. Nobody. Nobody. No, I, I, I'm not a woman. I don't have a vagina, but I would imagine that most women don't want it to be slapped really fast. <laughs> yeah, like, what what the hell is that? Well, it's, 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 it's like it's not doing anything. Yeah. That's I feel like that's the that's the uh, that's uh, a woman's equivalent of of like treating the dick like an Atari joystick. Yeah, exactly. You know, just like, <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, what are you doing? Testing every axis. This actually a really interesting point is because, like, I feel like for a really, really long time, porn was probably almost exclusively cast, written, and filmed by men. Yeah, sure. Who... By and large, generally know nothing about women. Sure, sure. And have set the tone for what we like see and expect out of sex. Yeah, which is just crazy because nobody fucks like that. No, which so, is why amateur porn is way better. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just normal people with a having normal with a sex. Sony Handycam <laughs> set to three sixty p and then <laughs> uploaded at a lower frame rate. Yeah, <laughs> like no, it's, I don't really know what the the the, the that that version of sex. The whole like over the top. Yeah, you know, where did that come from? I don't know. I think it's from people who really just don't get it. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, but well, dudes, is, obviously, they don't get it because nobody wants to hear the dude. And then, like I said earlier, 
Settle down. Like, like, like oh, I, I, I can't. The creepy jackhammer thing is a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, if, I, I think, like, if a woman ever did that to me, I'd be like, all right, please. Like, I know it's not. You're embarrassing. How, please about, stop. how about all the weird shit that goes on with, like, like blowjobs or, like, like her cheek will be like, I'm yeah. here. <laughs> One eye will be drooping. Yeah. And it'll, you know. Like, Jesus, simmer the fuck down. Nobody's doing that. Like, it's all right to get a little free. It's not okay to just... It's weird. Like, obliterate. I think it. most versions of sex on film just represent one caricaturized yeah, aspect God. of our ideas of sex. Over the top. Sure. I think basically, I, never in my life have I ever felt like I needed to be those people. Yeah, please don't. That's ridiculous yeah, no, no. and cartoon. Yeah, just, it's, it's the dudes talking and then the, the women like going crazy. If somebody ever did that to me, like if you're doing porno moves on my non porno dick. <laughs> Like, <laughs> if, like, please, you know, like, just don't. If, if by some unfortunate circumstance I ever do have a son, or if I ever do have a child, if I ever, any, a child of, of any gender. A yeah. child, um, a child. If by some unfortunate circumstance I do have a child, I'm not going, uh, I, I'm going to dispel all those illusions immediately, sit them down and watch the one and only Truly 100% accurate sex scene in Hollywood. The one from the room? The one from Superbad. Oh. <laughs> wait, oh, wait. Oh, the McLovin scene? Both both of them, the McLovin scene and Michael Sarah's. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, look, this is the truth. This is real life. Mm -hmm. It is going to be awkward. It's gonna be silly as fuck. Mm -hmm. Make sure you do it with someone you love and care about. Mm, yeah. That's really good. I mean, that's that's something you should think truth. about is how you would how you would explain right. This well, I mean, and like it's it's when you realize that, yeah, like you know, this is supposed to be something fun, and it's not going to be perfect the first time. Yeah, and you're gonna like no, put your gonna elbow on her hair, and you know, <laughs> it's gonna be a goddamn mess. It's gonna be a mess. You're gonna make a mess of it many times you after that. Right. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> like ah, it's, ah. I don't know. It's just like I, I certainly don't want sex to be a workout, a marathon, or a triathlon, or anything like that. I, I you know, I don't know where people get this idea. It's not for me. No, I, I don't know. I, it's just like. Yeah, I, I, there's. I have a lot of problems with porn in general. Yeah, but like the the worst. I get like the big Hollywood movie, not the big Hollywood, but like the Silicon Valley porno shoots. I don't get amateur porn where the guy's like, "Oh yeah, you like that, baby? Yeah, you fucking like that." Like, no, like, no, she like, shut up, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, even if she likes it, I don't, and I, I don't, don't like watching you. it. I don't like you liking her liking. Right? It. Yeah, please stop. <laughs> stop. Like, ah, oh, God, it's just frustrating. I don't know. Yeah. All right, whatever. Yes. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Something that might be an episode all in itself. Yeah. This weird porno sex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Um, I got a reason we're fucked. I want to talk about this for the umpteenth time because I'm still pissed off about it. But it has I haven't talked about it on the show oh, yet. Oh, yeah. Rick and Morty fans and the Szechuan sauce disaster. <laughs> of, of 2017. Yes, the great Szechuan yeah. sauce disaster of 2017. I, like an ignorant, dumb fuckass, got in my car Saturday oh, at around 1.15... And went with my girlfriend to the Youngstown location McDonald's across from YSU, uh, which was the closest place that was supposed to have the limited release Szechuan sauce based on, you know, based on their previous sauce and popularized by Rick and Morty. It was one joke. I know. <laughs> it was a throwaway joke. I know. Well, 
I, I'm all for the internet campaigning to get shit brought back, right? Yeah, like, sure. I'm cool with that. Crystal Pepsi. That's why we have Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then immediately lost Crystal Pepsi, right? right? Yeah, mean, no, it's, it's still there. Is it still around? Still get it, yeah. And Surge, for that matter. Surge yeah, back. Hey, Surge I'm Surge. Back. Went back. Pretty soon. The other day. Did you? Yeah. Hey, pretty soon we're going to get McDonald's orange drink back. We talked about that on an earlier oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was the uh, the high C the that high they did? Yeah. Oh, man. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But, very good. I went and actually stood in line Come with on, my yeah. girlfriend for about 10 minutes. Okay. And here's why. Yeah. Uh, we showed up to find that the line was already wrapping out the front door all the way around the area where the cars drive around, all the way over to the door on the other side of the McDonald's, and then up about 20 feet back again. It had snaked. Jesus. So it was beginning to form a double arc. A, 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 <laughs> a second ser- arch. A serpentine of <laughs> neckbeards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a snake-like structure full of neckbeards. A, a, mur- a murder of neckbeards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we were standing there, and I was getting increasingly irritated and frustrated. A friend zone of neckbeards. <laughs> I, I no no see it's not it's nice. not unappealing enough. I feel like I feel like a clump of neckbeards clump. or or a coagulation of neckbeards yeah. would be uh, yeah uh, like a slime ball of neckbeards. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so uh, a slippery anus of neckbeards, <laughs> a drain blockage of neckbeards. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, That's good. That might do it. A wad of neckbeards. It was sweat. it was irritating to be around. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. I gotta say, because here's the thing: is I I know this is my problem that I think I'm so much cooler than all this shit, <laughs> right? But I'm standing there with them. Yeah. And then I'm realizing that that's making me angry. And yeah. there's this dude in front of me with long hair and a beard, basically quoting the show at the stranger next to him. And I'm getting irritated with that. And then I'm like, but how different am I? From this guy, we are not. We we <laughs> quote shit a whole lot. I know. I mean, let's be real. We quote Big Lebowski almost every time right, we see each other. Right. Right. Every, everybody does. It's, it's okay. It's not okay to do it. it. It's not okay when it becomes obnoxious. Yeah. When you're around, we're we're around. The difference is we're around people we know. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're, you're not just turning to the guy. You're not just the kid from a Christmas story. Yeah. Like <laughs> I like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> No, yeah, we've established an environment where that's acceptable. Right, I get that. Right. But I was getting irritated, and then I'm hearing people talk about, yeah, I didn't hear that they were going to have more than 80 packets of sauce at any store nationwide. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we're wasting our time. It's yeah. like 140, 145, and I'm looking at Christy, and I'm like, let's just go. Let's just get out of here. The bigger problem is you willingly went to a McDonald's. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with to you? To wait in line for sauce. For sauce. Not even for, like, food. any food of substance. No, well, it was to get the tendies with the sauce. That was the, the idea. Were, so, like, I, I read that article on Facebook, and my this is, this is the extent of my response to that. Oh. <laughs> and then I forgot about it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Like well, I, wanted, I wanted bragging rights. I yeah. wanted to be the guy that... Puts a picture on his Facebook wall, and be like, "Look what I got," you know. I mean, that's yeah. cool. I mean, yeah. you know how, how much like those fucking things are going for on eBay right now. <laughs> they are. They're you, you really could have sold that for if you would have priced it a hundred dollars lower than the average of everybody else, you could have made a lot of money. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, we knew we weren't going to get it. Yeah. So we. Left. So what's the point? Yeah. So at some point we walk away, and I hear people going, "Oh man, down!" Oh, I didn't even want to turn around and be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. Fucking <laughs> dumbass. Um, but uh, the the real reason we're fucked uh, beyond that 
is all the different McDonald's stores all over the country. I'm sure you've read about where there yeah, were literal riots. Up. They did. They did. A five-year-old drew a poster, <laughs> <laughs> and then people rioted over goddamn sauce that apparently isn't even that good. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I hear it's first of all not that great. Right, it's kind of like a teriyaki sweet and sour. And I, stuff I was gonna say I can imagine exactly what it tastes like, yeah. and it pro- it's probably just like that red sauce that comes in those bags of microwave Tyson general. Yeah, with, with, with teriyaki sauce in it. Right? Yeah. I mean, they would I, I bet you anything that's exactly what it's, it's like. It's just like a sweet teriyaki base. You can go get Frank's sweet chili sauce, and it's probably pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but people took it upon themselves to harass and abuse people working at a McDonald's, which is already the most frustrating yeah. thing you can be doing, let alone when a bunch of fucking nerds <laughs> show up yelling at you because you didn't have the sauce they wanted. Yeah. God. I know. What a what a world. If if Rick and Morty didn't already have a deserved reputation for having some of the worst fans on planet Earth, they really uh, doubled down on this yeah, one. Sure. It's and what what really sucks is you can tell it's starting to get to Royland and Harmon. Yeah, yeah oh, right. For sure. Yeah. Well, they've been they have nothing to do times. with this. Yeah. No, but they're they're getting really tired of the the fans they have making the show and them look us as more. Yeah. Oh joy. Oh yeah. great. So yeah. you two can get a chance at a mediocre, forgettable sauce in just a few months. <laughs> no, I won't. In just because I don't go to months. McDonald's. Right. right. I'll, pro- I'll probably go if they have it. I'll probably go. I'm not going to be, like, thrilled about it. Uh, you know what? I, I don't like McDonald's, but I will say that the last time I went there, we, we saw it at the drive-in. Yeah. And we got two Mickey D's dinner boxes, and I ate so <laughs> Two much, Mickey D's two, dinner boxes? One for me and one for Trisha. <laughs> and I sat there, and I poured on. God. I mean, we just... They bill it as a meal for a family of four. Yep. <laughs> listen. Don't listen. Don't, don't pretend like you haven't ordered one before. before. All right, come on. I'm just surprised. That we, I didn't eat the whole thing. I did. I will say the first time that they came out with those, I did sit down. We got two of them. <laughs> yeah. and we ate the whole thing. That's it's like, okay. It's, when I did that, it was it's, painful. It's absurd. It was, it, <laughs> when I did that, I was mad, and then I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's literally absurd. We, we got oh, let's get it's ten dollars. Let's get two of them. It's just the blood sugar yep. spike and fall off is so. Oh, bad. It's, the crash is horrible. <laughs> it's not like this. <laughs> it's not like uh, this eating. That meal is like going through chemotherapy. Yeah. It yeah. just leaves your body weary and disoriented for days. I saw, okay, I like, I saw, uh, remember there was a movie that was on HBO in the early 2000s and it was, um, it was like a made for HBO movie and it was, it, you know, it was acted. It wasn't like a, a documentary or anything, it yeah. was, but it was like this woman battling ovarian cancer. Okay. Um, and uh, McDonald's cures her. I remember the only thing. <laughs> the only thing I remember is there's a shot of her, chemoed, no hair, oxygen mask, laying in bed, kind of in the fetal position, right. and that is how I feel after I eat McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stage four over. <laughs> you know what, though? You're not wrong. I know. It's, You're it's, not wrong. It's yeah. debilitating. It's horrible. Yeah. Eating that meal is like taking on an autoimmune disorder. Right. It's like so fucking awful. Yep. Human <laughs> immuno Big Mac virus. <laughs> it's rampant in McDonald's land. <laughs> Grimace has it. You saw what happened yeah. to him. Yeah. Uh, poor Grimace. <laughs> Uh, ben? <laughs> well, yeah, why are we I know you have them? many reasons we're fucked this week. Yeah, unfortunately, I've forgotten most of them. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, but I, one, one is still sticking out of my mind, mostly because we were, we were talking about it a little bit ago. Uh, and it's got to do with Cuphead. 
Yeah. Oh boy. As, as many of you folks know, Cuphead came out um, uh, after what three years of work, yeah. something ridiculous. Hard work like that. from a very small staff. Hand yeah. animated, uh, just everything. Um, and uh, and it's beautiful. First of all, let's say an early recommendation. You know, yeah, uh, excellent. You know, it's a beautiful game. It's it's it stands out. Uh, everything is everything is tight. It's a it's a fair game. The controls are are spot on. Everything about it uh, for me has been has been good. It's appropriately challenging. Um, it's just a buttload of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, not according to to game critics. Yeah. Not according to to uh, <laughs> to um, I guess I can't. I guess I shouldn't name any names. Um, Why not? IGN. <laughs> but let's say let's say for instance hypothetically that the two that come to mind are IGN and Rock Paper Shotgun. Um, <laughs> just let's just say. Let's just say. Yeah. I know. I know these two uh, 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 game publications called called IGM. And uh, rock paper bazooka. Um, okay. God, I wonder who we're talking about. Yeah. Such a thinly veiled conceit. <laughs> thinly veiled nothing. I worked hard at that. <laughs> Fuck you. Um. No, but but uh, and this this is hardly the only instance of of something like this happening. It's very, uh, of course, indicative of a larger problem. Uh. Game journalists being very out of touch with not only the people who play and develop games, but with the games themselves. Sure. Um, you know, uh, you know, while we're singing the praises of, of you know, Skyrim's I'm third that away from you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> while uh, while they're while they're singing the praises of of Skyrim's you know third re-release yeah. that's upcoming on the PlayStation VR and the uh, Switch. Don't forget the oh, Nintendo it's, Switch. It's coming up on the Switch, yeah. Oh, is it really? Let, let me buy the game for the fourth time. Right. <laughs> He's yeah, no, that ain't, that ain't happened. I got. I Just got, do Elder Scrolls Six. <laughs> we want to play in elsewhere, please. Yeah, I don't know. What to, I want to play in Hammerfell. Mm. Uh, I want to be anywhere. Out. I want to wander the desert and cut down. Please, these. and not online, for the love of God. Yeah, I Just don't make a new one. Things about that. God damn it, Bethesda. Um, you know, so while that's going on, you know, meanwhile, great indie games like Cuphead come out and, yeah. you know, oh, it's too hard. You know? <laughs> okay. You're like, you remember Mario? I still, I bought, I bought a SNES Classic recently and I am even more shit at Super Mario World than I remember being. Yeah. It seems more hard. It's, yeah, it, it ain't easy. What, here's, here's the thing too. Super Mario World even has like fucking lives. Yeah. In Cuphead, you can keep trying however many times you fucking want. Yeah. There's no, you know, there's no game over. There's no continue screen. Yeah. If you fail at a boss, you, you try that motherfucker again. Yeah. It, it's the same reason why I say Dark Souls isn't as hard as people say it is. Right. You, you lose the souls that you've earned up, sure. You, you'll you get like three times as many from beating the boss. Right. Mm -hmm. And you don't have lives. You don't suffer hardly any penalty for dying in Dark Souls because you will die a lot. Yeah. There are no lives. There's no continue screens. It's one of the reasons why I keep saying it's it's not as hard as people keep saying it is. If you keep trying, you'll get it. Yeah. It's the way video games should be. It shouldn't have to like hold your hand or, or give you like a free pass every time you... Yeah, you know, you get shot. Well, we've been spoiled by the way games are, you know, the architecture of video games now. We've been yeah. spoiled. Well, you know, you know what part of it is is like I'm thinking. 
I guess I'm kind of thinking primarily of like like a, like a Call of Duty type game here, where you you die and you come back to the checkpoint. Uh, the mechanics and uh, the enemies, the way enemies behave, and the challenges are are actually fairly random. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, uh, where the enemies take cover, they decide in an uh, you know at the drop of a hat uh, which ones shoot at you, which ones are accurate, which ones are the biggest threat. That changes every time. Uh huh. In games like Cuphead and Dark Souls, the challenge is there not because things are random. In fact, things are, are laid out pretty much the same thing yeah. every time, the same way every time you play. Standard boss rush games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Dark Souls, the same enemies are there. The first time, maybe, one of them takes you by surprise, but then the next time you know he's there. Right. Um, and the challenge comes from, you know, being able to get the patterns down and, and right. yeah. you know, it's, it's much more like an old school... Kind of, kind of challenge. Sure. And the fact that people seem to think that that's hard now <laughs> is is ridiculous. Because I, I can remember, I can remember sitting in front of my TV for you know however many hours straight, trying desperately to beat Sonic Two. Yeah. The first game I ever owned. Um, if if you recall, in the final level of Sonic Two, there are no rings. Right. One hit will kill you automatically. I do not remember that. I didn't get um, that far. In, oh, in in Death Egg Zone. Yeah. No rings. That you, sucks. You have to beat both bosses. There are two bosses in the level: Mecha Sonic and Robotnik's big robot. You have to beat them both without getting hit. The uh, first time I did it, I felt like a god. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 you know, if you happen to run out of lives on the second to last stage. Yeah. Fuck you, you gotta restart. <laughs> you know? It's That's so evil. I, I feel like the people that publicize games and the people that talk about games are, are like so out of touch if they think that uh something with no lives, no continue screens, where you can just keep trying until you get it. Sure. Where they think something like that is hard, unreasonably hard. Mm. Yeah. Shouldn't be allowed to talk about video sure. games. Well, and let's be honest, it's tough. It's not. It's not like it's not difficult. Right. It's certainly, it's, it seems like a challenge. It's, it's sure. challenging. It's challenging. It's very challenging. And again, let me also be clear. I haven't gotten very far. Like we right. played a couple bosses at your place, and we beat a couple. We, we beat, beat a couple the, stages. We beat the garden boss. We we um. See, I went through and I beat the forest stage. I beat the blue goo boss, mm. and then I beat um. Uh, Oh well, I guess it's not so much of a boss. There's a there's a ghost level. Mm, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah you, know, you got to spring off the ghost, protect yeah, the yeah. urns, mm. the urn from the ghost. Yeah, right. um, oh, I can't even remember the other boss I I beat, but um, it's it's hard, but it's not not doable. That's why I guess that's why it's frustrating because when you die, it's not it's not the game's fault. It's just that you personally have failed yeah. and you have to now start back over and you know you can do it because it's like it's laid out for you in such a way that right. you know you can beat the game you yeah. know you can beat the stage that you're on but you know if you don't it's all on you that's why yeah and it's, games like that are tremendously infuriating for me <laughs> but it's done with such charm that i can't be mad because i fucked it up and it it's looks beautiful it's, it's not like a single-player RPG where you like you run into a boss you're not leveled up enough for, and it turns out you have to go back and grind a, a while right. and get the numbers that you yeah, need. Yeah, you have all for. the tools at your disposal that you need. Everything to start. you need, exactly. Right. It's dark again. Dark Souls is the exact same way. The levels help, but yeah. it's possible to beat the game without leveling up once. I wonder what it is that they really don't like about this game. I like. I kind of have a hard time figuring that you, out. You kind of touched on it. I think is that we're, we're we have our hands held for video games. 
games nowadays. Yeah, which has done mm-hmm. us basically no favors. Yeah, I think right. so you know too. What I mean? Like I, 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 you know, uh, my first console was an N sixty four, so I grew up on Goldeneye and uh, F Zero uh-huh. and like old school Mario sixty four. Those are games that like my friend Alec, who, who's been on the show with us before, we sat down and we played the. F- Fuck out of those games. <laughs> yeah. I, I have stuff on my N64 cartridges that I'm proud of. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah, records and there's, stuff. Uh, and there's one that burns my ass. Like, okay, F Zero, F Zero X on the N64. Mm-hmm. There's one stage that we didn't beat. It, it's the final cup, the special cup on the hardest difficulty. Everything else is beaten. You know, on all four difficulties except that one. Yeah. Um, I have the special screen on my Mario Kart 64 cartridge because I completed the entire thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you get, you know, yeah. actual accomplishments that took real time. Mm-hmm. I have, I have an unbelievably high score on Star Fox. I have a ridiculously insane. Star Fox 64 score. I think I've showed it to you guys before. I think you might have. It's, yeah. it's absurd. <laughs> it's like, it's absurd. How I, but like that's stuff that you're, you know. But now imagine those same games with like a gated checkpoint system all along the way. It, it, yeah. took, it took the, the satisfaction of a run, a really good run yeah. out of gaming. Right, exactly. And, yeah. you know, I feel like uh, Cuphead doesn't even really go back to that, you know, that authentic having to, you know, grind beginning to end thing. Yeah. No. But it's but it's still a challenge and satisfying and more work than being, you know, having save points all the way along yeah. the way to victory. Controversial opinion. This is one of the reasons actually that I like Overwatch so much. But I think one of the worst things to happen to shooters was one touch melee kills. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, uh, you know, with Halo, it takes multiple melee hits to kill. Sure, them. unless you get them from behind. Unless you get them from but, behind, which right. logically makes sense. In a, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's counter- an assassination. Counter Strike Go actually does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, melee attack from behind is a one hit kill. Right. Anything from the front does standard damage. Correct. Um, Overwatch, the melee in that game, of course. Emergency situations only. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do that. You, much. Al- you almost right. don't need to use it. You know what I right. mean? It's, it's, it's yeah. just there. It's vestigial. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think in terms of like games handholding you, I, I feel like one touch kill melee is one of the worst things to happen to shooters. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean yeah, like uh, where people will run up and knife someone no matter what position they find them in and they're dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Battlefield is doubly a- so. Doubly so if it's Call of Duty where it assists your aim, it nudges you oh, a little I bit, hate that. and makes you lunge. That is so unfair. <laughs> Fuck so, that to death. That's why. That's why nobody plays Call of Duty anymore. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even in Halo Three, when you had the energy sword, yeah, and you lunged with it. Yeah. It still wasn't an instant kill. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. You usually needed. Two. Well, someone could. You could. If they had another kill. sword, they could parry. Yeah, you. Parry. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. Charge at the same time. Yeah. Those duels were some of the most fucking fun. Oh yeah. Ever. <laughs> and there was simple mechanics. You can block. If you come at the same time, yeah. If you clash swords, you're gonna, you know, yeah. You can keep Five going swords, forever. Come at the same time, right? Everybody wins. Yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's why <laughs> that's why I think we're fucked is because the people that get paid to review video games are are babied by yeah. the current state of sure. video games. Yeah, and also, what kind of fucking asshole grows up and decides they want to be a critic? <laughs> What kind of fucking yeah. loser not getting their penis touch neck beard and, and you know wants I, to be a critic? I was saying this to I was saying this to someone not long ago. I think I think it was about um, it wasn't about Cuphead. I think it was about like like an initial review of Overwatch that was like really like oh well this 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 game is too lighthearted and cartoony. Uh, it was it was 
Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes a food critic? Yes. And, lo- and loves everything, but thinks that he has to be negative about everything because everyone else is doing it. Okay. Like, being, like you can't be a real critic unless you're a contrarian. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like some of that gets into these these people. Oh, I, I'd be the worst critic because I like most things. Well, well if you too. remember, like Cuphead was one of those things when we did the YouTube show. Mm-hmm. I remember you telling me like. We gotta play Cuphead on the yeah, show because it was. I remember showing you guys like the early test demos yeah. that they had for it. it and it looked so exciting. Just as beautiful then as it does now. Yeah. Even more, you know what I mean? Like now that it's out, it's it's an unbelievable what they managed to do. Yeah, really. Uh, Two person team, right? Two-person mm-hmm. team, or if you play by yourself. The other thing, too... Oh, I mean, the, it wasn't it two guys that made this game? Yeah, it was two... They started the idea. Two-person yeah. two person team initially. I think they had people... They, I know they had to have it digitally colorized. Oh, So okay. it got sent out for that because it would take a decade for them to have to hand color everything. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's why they were... They, and they were... I remember the announcement. They made an announcement that said, we're really sorry we have to digitally color this. Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we just want to play the game. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. You already did all the hard work. You yeah. Know? Like, like, just get us the game. Please, please. we just want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> and no, that's, it, it's, uh, I don't know. I have a big problem with critics. Movie critics, I yeah. like I like what I like. That's why I like the red letter media approach sure. to things because yeah. they don't doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, they have a very honest approach to certain movies and they like movies that are uh, bad. Yeah. Quote unquote. Right. The thing is they also get a bad rap for hating everything. I mean they no. they have been accused of I mean I think there's a is there a blog called Mike Staclasa hates movies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, I'm, 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 they get a bad rap for that too. I think probably the route from being someone who talks about media to being a critic is mm. a real slow drag. Yeah, sure. Where you mm. start to you start to question your own your own self and then feel a need to come down on certain things yeah. to establish what things you do like. Sure, I guess, but. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks, though. It sucks. Yeah, put more credible people in positions like that to talk about, you know, the media. Because, yeah, they're completely out of touch with the people that actually like this shit. Yeah. Well, what do you think, guys? Should we uh, should we get into the meat of the show? We'll take a break? Yeah. Then... Let's take a break. I need more coffee. Yeah, give me, give me like more a, coffee. Give me like a, not a whole cup. You know, like a little half a like, like a, like a, like a, two, well, like a two-thirds fill. Yeah, give I me can one do of that. Those and uh, I think I'll be good to go. I'm starting to wake up. Okay. You know. All right, we'll be back in just a little bit, or we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the show and uh, enjoy whatever we put in the center here. All right. Bye. Bye. And welcome, everybody, to the 2018 NFL Draft. I am Chip Chipley. I am Ball Tossley. <laughs> and we're here, and we're going to be making all the coverage. Uh, it's been an interesting year in football, uh, and even more interesting for the first pick uh, this this year. The mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns uh, managed uh, in a 16-game season to lose 23 games. Well, yes, uh, the first unprecedented, for the unprecedented. Yes. So they have, uh, as I understand it, they have lost so bad that they get the first 23 picks. It would be it would be the first, and yeah, is the first time I, that I, this I, has I, ever happened. Unprecedented. Uh, truly amazing. The, the question is, who are they going to pick up? We well, have a lot of that's, great... That's a question on everyone's uh, minds. Of course, they, they have the option of taking uh, Heisman tro- Trophy winner uh, Mike Whiteley, uh, the whitest quarterback who we have ever seen 
uh, out of the University of Auburn. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Now, we've stacked him up against several other quarterbacks, and it is true that he is the whitest we've ever he seen. He is incredibly white. It's almost, Very white. Almost painful. Kind of stings the eyes. When asked how he felt about his, his national championship win uh, and, and coming off his senior year as the Heisman, he said, uh, it feels very good. Uh, I would now like a bowl of raisin bran and to retire at 62. <laughs> very white. Very white indeed. Indeed. Yes. Uh, so I suppose we should take a look down oh, here uh, at, the, at the, uh, the, the where the thing happens. It looks like Chairman Sheboygan is, is getting ready to uh, announce the first pick. We'll see what the Browns come up with. All right. GMs, coaches, players, all welcome to the 2018 NFL Draft. Now, I know you've been thinking a lot about this, and there are still time to make last-minute changes, but don't roll it around in your skulls too much. That was a, a concussion joke. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns are first to select in this year's draft. Godspeed, you beautiful failures. For their first pick in the draft, the Cleveland Browns select Truck Whale Carcass. Oh, Truck Whale Carcass. Uh, you know, this uh. is a predictable move for the Browns. Yes. They've been looking, they've been saying for a while they're looking for a man the size of a whale. To that, fit into a truck's carcass. Yes. Incredible. That is Incredible. exactly what this player is. <laughs> the linebacker out of Iowa State University mm-hmm. comes in at a, a towering 6 foot 11. <laughs> Tower. Tow- towering, you towering. said. Six that, foot eleven. That's not how I would describe that at all. Four hundred and eighty pounds. Well, a monster of a man, if there ever was one. Yes. He recorded an unprecedented three hundred and eighty-two tackles. Wow. In in his last season, which just defies I like, logic. I feel like I should have known that. I feel like the statistician is lying a mm, little bit. Yeah. Here he comes. He's on his yeah, way up. There we go. It's truck. And, oh. Oh Jesus! Oh my goodness! Oh no! Oh my! Oh my goodness! Oh! It, it appears that he, he he's spontaneously got necrotic all over his entire body. Oh wow! Oh he's, god! He's turning a horrible shade of oh, purple. I'm actually getting ill. Oh my god! He's he, he's he's really Indiana Jones. This situation. He's. Oh god! Oh oh god! Please, someone call Sean Connery. I feel like he's not oh. going to be able to play in that condition. No, I don't think so. Someone, someone, tell me how to spell Yehovah because the Browns are sunk. Oh dear! Oh dear! Uh, well, well, let's let's settle down, folks. In in circumstances like this, National Football League guidelines stipulate that the Browns may select another draft pick. I'm just getting it now. I'm just getting it now, yes. Let's see who they choose. This is going to be very interesting. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank thank you! With their first NFL draft pick, take two. <laughs> it was a, a sudden necrosis joke. Turn on over there. The Cleveland Browns select... Coleslaw Tugboat. Oh, Coleslaw Tugboat. Now, this is a name everybody knows. The All-American Safety out of Auburn University. You can't think about football without thinking about Coleslaw Tugboat (laughs) in America in 2018. You can't think about America without thinking about Coleslaw, and you can't think about strong safeties without thinking about tugboats. That's absolutely right. Everybody's talking about Tugboat Coleslaw, tugging his Coleslaw in a boat (laughs) called Life. Uh, you, you know, he's, he's just a, a dominating 
uh, dominating figure in the Auburn backfield. Uh, he recorded an unprecedented 45 interceptions in one game, uh, a game they still managed to lose somehow to Alabama because Alabama is unstoppable. He's going to be a major asset to be. the Browns. This is an area of the team that they need development in. This could be the man to turn the season around. There he comes walking up to Coach Hugh Jackson. Uh, he's heading up. Oh! Oh, my goodness! Oh, no. Oh, God, what is happening? Oh, it looks like his foot just shattered in 87 pieces. Oh. I counted very quickly. There's 87 fragments of foot stump all over the side steps oh, of the stage. Oh, He's bleeding all over Hugh Jackson. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, oh and now he's puking. Oh! Puking pure cheese oh. into the audience. Oh, Just my. gobs of cheddar. Oh, God. Spraying into the faces of the front row. Well, gee whiz. We're putting a cracker on his career, I think, here. <laughs> wow. Truly unfortunate for the Browns. The question is, what, what, what do we do now? This is really a disaster. They're I don't think this has ever happened I back mean, to back. We're, clo we're, we're used to seeing Browns draft picks get injured, but none so close to the draft. It's they true. haven't even had a chance to put the uniform on. Well, him. let's see what they do next, because yeah. I think they're going to have to pick a very serious contender to make up for these well, two missed opportunities. Well, 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 all right. Let's settle down, everyone. This is an unprecedented moment in the history of the NFL, but again, the Cleveland Browns are entitled to... An, uh, yes, the ambulance is on the way. The Cleveland Browns are entitled to reselect their first-round draft pick. And I'm just getting the note now. Just, yeah, yeah, see the cleanup crews making their way into give, the front row. Yeah. Give, give oh, me the mopping, note. Mopping give up me the, the blood note. there. Very give, give blood and cheese. Let go of it. Look, please. Are I need the note. I need to read. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The Cleveland Browns select Dog Biscuit Admiral. Oh, Dog Biscuit Admiral. Now this is a classic pick and a very safe strategy, I think, yes. for the Browns. You know, we've seen them in the past draft offensive linemen. It hasn't mattered because they are just terrible. Now, they this are... is the first time, I believe, that a dachshund has been drafted into the NFL. Yes. As you can we'll, see. We'll see how it works out. This is a thick dachshund. Mm -hmm. we, want to, we want to point out uh, the all-star center from Kent State uh, comes in with uh, 45 pancake blocks on the season. Mm -hmm. He's incredible. He's got more pancakes than the IHOP. Am I right, Balls? Yes. Balls here, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, uh, yeah. but he's short and he's low to the ground. He's squat, but I think he has some serious yes. blocking potential. I think. This and is and in poor weather games during the holidays, he wears a cute little sweater. Plus. He can reach his own balls. Let's That's, see here. Okay, who, here he is. Who, who among us? He's making his way up to the stage now. Oh, here we go. He's, oh, he's barking. Fantastic. Oh, God! Oh, God! It appears like it appears that a, a rogue samurai has made his way out from the crowd and, and sliced him in half. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God! This hasn't happened since oh. the 1984 draft, I no. <laughs> It's both cute and repulsive. It's, it's touching oh. and horrifying. Oh, God! And they've tackled the samurai, and it looks like they're hauling him out, but oh, God. Oh, no. His cute little frame is crawling for the jersey, but, and he's, uh, oh, he's not going to get there. Oh, I'm oh, afraid God. this weenie has been roasted. <laughs> oh, uh, right you are, balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, did you just call me balls? <laughs> What's your name? Oh, that is my name. <laughs> ball Tosslin? <laughs> yeah. I prefer just ball, thanks. <laughs> no problem. What, the question on everybody's mind now that the the mopper is mopping up cheese and dog excrement. <laughs> what are the Browns going to do? For you know, they're going to have to Every, really come in with a strong pick this time. All right, all right. This this is this is 
highly unusual, a once in a blue moon type of thing, really. I'd like to thank once again the GMs, uh, Bob Dickley, uh, Chris Crackley, for all coming out uh, to the to the draft. We we surely dog let, trails we, everywhere. It's we ca- we can't air any of this obviously, but the the Cleveland Browns still need a first round draft pick. Oh, so let me let me let me see the note. A lot of sports fans this, start out there tonight. Oh, it's horrible. This this note is is almost illegible, but I think I can I can just make it out. I haven't seen anything like this since Doug Flutie's anus prolapsed. The I remember that. All right, very well. With their first round draft pick, the Cleveland Browns select. Dr. Henry Kissinger. Oh! You know... You know what? No-brainer. No-brainer. This, this should have been something I that they won, considered. I finally won my position in the NFL. Oh, that's so weird that we can hear him from the crowd. He hasn't approached the oh, stairs yes. yet. That's very weird. <laughs> it's amazing. You know, I, I think it's so just... very ecstatic. Dr. Henry Kissinger, uh, well-known. Well-known. <laughs> yes. Uh, so well-known that we can name several <laughs> facts about him. Isn't that right? Yes. And do you like to go first? He is a doctor. Mm-hmm. And he has glasses. That is absolutely That's right. That's very true. Honestly, and also, oddly, he's never played football. That's a down, not a down on his life. It is odd. It is strange, mm. considering you know the the stats are impressive for a yeah. man who's never played. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank you. It is a great honor to play. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, oh god! What's oh, happening? No! Oh god! Oh, oh the pain! Oh, oh. indescribable! Oh no! Pain. Henry Kissinger's entire body is ripping open to reveal a smaller, tinier man inside him, working him with controls. Oh god! Oh, trust <laughs> you, capitalists! Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. The, oh. the tiny little alien that is piloting Henry oh, Kissinger god. is escaping the stage. Oh. I will get you next time, communists. Someone call Will Smith. Capitalists. <laughs> Someone call Will Smith because this is a man in black moment if I've ever seen one. I don't know what that means. Wow. Someone called Johnny Cash because we need a man in black. If to, anyone would kindly patch up the hole in my sternum, it oh, would it, be great. Oh, it appears he's still speaking. He's reaching for the jersey. Oh, he's yes. re- oh, 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 and his robotics has failed. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, disappointing. Oh. oh, no, wow. Very disappointing. You know, that looked so promising. Yeah. Very, such very a shame. Promising. Yeah, very promising. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, he has never played football, but, you know... Really, it kind of looks like nobody else on the Brown squad has either. So. That's true. He would have, at the very least, not been a disappointment to a franchise with seemingly no actual mm. talent. Yes. Yeah. It's very disappointing, very disappointing. Though, all the same. The question is, what do we do now? Mm. What the, do we do now? We've worked through already the best possible picks. There can't possibly be someone left that would fill the needs of this franchise at this time. Oh, wait. wait. Commissioner? Oh. Commissioner? What's that? This, I've just received this notification. The Cleveland Browns draft Voltron, Defender of the Universe. Oh, who could forget about <laughs> Voltron? I, I, that's exactly what I was going to say, and exactly those words. Yes. Wow. We're on, we're on Paul. We're on part tonight, balls. Well, one of the smartest things you can do is put someone on the field who is 230 feet high. It's yes. a no-brainer. There's a no-brainer. Easy receiver, easy passer. He can play any position. He's made of metal. Well, here's the thing. When he gets the ball, the fullback out of space, when he gets the ball, all he has to do is fall forward, and it's a touchdown. That's every it. Every time. No-brainer. Yeah, he's tall enough that he can fall into the end zone from any position. Yep. This is a, a natural pick, a guarantee. Someone who, simply by virtue of having picked up the ball, can take it to the end zone. 
Just by falling. Just by, by falling. Oh god! Speaking of falling, it appears as though Voltron has fallen! Oh and, no! Oh, oh! And he is dismantled into several smaller pieces, and he's fallen on top of the commissioner! Oh my wow. goodness! <laughs> and cracked into several smaller pieces! Oh no, now he's electrocuting the oh, commissioner! God. There's a current running oh. through him and everybody oh, else in the it's, front it's row! It's a horrifying scene here, boss! Oh no! They have, they have fallen I, apart! I told you don't call me boss! There are people- ball. There are people- Ball's my name! Ball is my name! <laughs> balls are your game. Ball and balls are my game. <laughs> yeah. You, you're all right. Uh, but that's not important now because people are dying. Yeah, that's right. Oh, as I see some heads are exploding yes, from the literally from the 1.8 kilovolt oh, current running through oh, their bodies. God. It's horrifying. Truly horrifying. Uh, the entire the entire pit at the front seems to have risen wow. up with oil and, and and other weird robot goo. Which wow. we can only assume is inside Voltron because I said so. Hot robot goo. <laughs> Fill me with your hot robot goo. Uh, mm, mm. Come on, balls. Uh, yeah, all um, right, I'll give it well, to you. Well, uh, fortunately for all of us, uh, the draft is over. Uh, as it uh, has ended in catastrophe for the first only ever time. Hopefully, we'll never have to watch the NFL again. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. All right. All right, we're back. Um, we're back. Uh, we'd like to continue our show. Uh, we'd love to. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> we'd like to continue our show with a little segment that we call Schmarpin. And Dorpin. Mm-hmm. Schmarpin. Dorpin. Uh, Splishin. Dave, let's start with Ben this week. Ben, <laughs> you really are putting on the what are we? <laughs> really are putting on the mix up. Ben, what are we? Uh, what are we schmorping and derping this week? Well, as you can see, I'm not schmorping anything. Um, mm. In truth, I, I forgot to get a cigar. Um, but uh, but you know, a week without one won't kill me. In fact, it'll probably add a week or so to my life. I, yeah, sure, that's, probably. That's a shame because yeah. it's all at the end, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that last week you don't want. Yeah, <laughs> where you're going? I should have died last week. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Dorps. Uh, I am Dorpin. Nineteen crime. Nineteen Ooh. crimes. Uh, this is a. This I is seen a. This around. Nineteen ninety-eight. This is. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Mm. Caps uh, off, as it were. And it says on. It as says it on the front. Each declared by His Majesty to be punishable, but on conviction by mm. transportation. Hmm. And uh, what it says on the back is nineteen crimes turned criminals into colonists. Upon conviction, British rogues guilty of at least one of these 19 crimes were sentenced to live in Australia rather than death. <laughs> this punishment by transportation began in 1788, and many of the lawless died at sea. For the rough-hewn prisoners who made it to shore, a new world awaited. Uh, as pioneers in a frontier penal colony, they forged a new country <laughs> and new lives, brick by brick. This wine yeah, celebrates the rules they broke and the culture they built. Ah, uh, right. So the English sent people to a penis island, and uh, those that survived made wine. Prick by prick? Prick by prick. And they made Coxtralia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I've seen that around, that 19 crimes. How is it? What's, what was your, what's your expert review on this? It's all right. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, uh, it's better the more of it you drink. Uh, 
Right. Now, I'm not I'm not a huge um, wine person. Yeah. Um, but this is good. Um, unlike other red wines, it doesn't leave behind the the aftertaste of which I am so not fond. Mm. Um, what was that feller on the front? Uh, this is an actual guy. <laughs> he he looks like a criminal. He was he was convicted of something. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it says. Uh, uh, well, this is made in Australia, so there's that. This, okay. This is an import. Makes sense. Um, it doesn't say on the bottom. I get, uh, of course, I'm of legal drinking age. How would I hear of this <laughs> if I was in fucking middle school? Um, I swore my dorms down in Africa. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. The <laughs> that sounds let's see. This is a, oh okay. This is Michael Harrington, a British conscript turned infamous convict. Michael Harrington is perhaps best known for orchestrating one of the most daring escapes from Australia. In 18, Escape from Australia. <laughs> in, in 1876, Harrington, along with six others, braved a massive typhoon in nothing more than a rowboat mm. to board an American whaling ship ah. in what is now remembered as the Catalpa Escape. It looks like he disguised himself as William H. Macy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a good way to escape Australia, as everyone knows he doesn't live there. <laughs> <laughs> now, what... I'm trying to find what the the actual 19 crimes... Yeah, that's an interesting question. That, uh... The 19 crimes, let's see. Oh, no, it just lists the wines. Yeah. Fuck! Well, okay, well, we know there's 19 things you can't do or you get shipped to Australia. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll look them up later. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a curiosity, though. That's a nifty-looking bottle. I'm glad it's a yeah, decent wine. it's cool. Yeah, it's good. I, I dig it. Dave, uh, I'm going to go next. I, just <laughs> um, I am half-heartedly schmorping uh, Captain Black's cherry pipe tobacco. Uh, and spit. And spit, also. <laughs> tar. Tar spit. Uh, spitty mm. tar. Mm, spitty mm, tar. I love that. When you're smoking mm. a pipe and some bubbles creep up mm. into your mouth. and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, spitty tar, and uh, I am I am dorping both uh, Miller Lite and coffee, mm. desperately trying to fend off the headache, yeah, and wake myself up and uh, drinking uh, Miller Lite. So, yeah, <coughs> and, and I am the least interesting of this bunch. This is, I'm gonna just round that out. I'm also drinking black coffee in an attempt to be into being awake. Yeah, <laughs> the standard Dave Dragowski. Uh, yeah, this has been kind of your schmorp and dorp since the beginning. You know what? Honestly, it just works for it me. It just works. It, it works. just puts me right, coffee, right coffee in the right smokes. place up in the old noggin. You yeah, know? you gotta get you gotta get on on point for that. It just rattles my marbles. You know what yep. I mean? It uh, Jenna's your marbles. It really it really it really wrinkles my dingles. It uh, it William H is your Macy's. <laughs> Man, that really William H is my Macy's. It Ronald <laughs> Ronald's your McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it really mayors my big cheese. <laughs> mm. It really Donald's your Trump. I don't know Ew. where I'm going with this. Never mind. Ew. Yeah. Ew. I will refer to no part of my body yeah. with that name. It really Svetlana's your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. I guess yeah. we, I guess we should get into the topic of the show. Yeah, let's um, do it. Uh, I, w- I want to give a special shout out to Matt Gable, friend of mine, mm-hmm. uh, fan of the podcast, friend of the show. What's up, Gable? Uh, wor- uh, works at Best Buy with me. Um, uh, he gave me the idea for this topic because I told him like a week and a half ago, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> uh, and he's like, why don't you do this? And I'm like, you know, that's a good idea. I'm probably going to steal your idea. Nice. Uh, so, awesome. So we're going to run with it. So this is kind um, of our first listener request. Yeah. Hey. Um, this is, uh, I think this is going to be interesting. This oh, is either going to crash and burn miserably <laughs> or... I found the 19 crimes, by the oh, way. Did you? Oh, did okay. we'll, we'll review them later. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is either going to crash and burn miserably, or mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be really funny, or or awkward, or both. Some It'll probably be too. really funny because of how bad it crashes and burns. Yes, that, that might be. Every other. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how willing you guys are going to be for this. But, We're going to get uh, weird. We'll see. We're going to get weird. We're gonna get weird. The topic this week is drunk mistakes. Oh no! <laughs> no. So, so many of these. <laughs> Which is why this is going to be a good topic. Because that was my first thought. I don't know how much I can contribute. I never make mistakes. Yeah, time. sure. <laughs> the first thing the first thing I said to Matt when he oh. said that is like, oh, God, we'll, we'll be here forever. I just like, I felt this little pit in my <laughs> yeah. heart where all the stuff I'm trying to forget lives. Yes, and now it's coming like, back up. <laughs> Turn on him! Turn him about it! I don't want to. You have to! It's our anniversary! It's a very confessional show! <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's drug mistakes. And I, I will say that while we were talking about Cuphead there earlier, I thought about switching the topic mm-hmm. to be difficult video games. Uh, I'm so, so maybe, glad you didn't because this is this is probably what we should do. Yeah, this will be maybe that's something we'll come back about. But then I thought, no, I'm not going to puss out. Let's do this. It, you know what? It makes sense for our 20th episode. To confess our sins, yeah, I think in some way we've been we've been around this block, you know, twenty mm-hmm. times. Yeah, it's time for us to just get it get all in out there and there. do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. How do we how do we start? I don't know. There, I have I have many. I, I have so many. I, I, I can start with one that Ben knows because he was there for it. Okay, this is the maybe drunkest I've ever been in my entire life. All right, let's do it. <laughs> you probably I know you remember. Mm-hmm. Several several years no was it several years it was it was before it was two New Year's ago but like the day after maybe mm, right. so like maybe early January of 2016 I remember two New Year's ago yeah you came, you came out to give my mom a hug and you slipped and fell on your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wiped the fuck yeah because uh, my mom came and picked me up yeah because I yes. didn't want to drive anywhere. That was one hell of a And you wiped out on your icy uh, wheelchair path. (laughs) (laughs) Just went way down in the And then a guy was like, I'm fine, guys. (laughs) Um, But this was a couple of days after. I remember we were sitting around getting drunk. And uh, at least I was. I know I was really getting drunk. And I was... we We had this little... Thing of, of Johnsonville sausage and cheeses. Oh yeah! <laughs> I remember when you had those little. And we had the little little axe chopping knife, knife. knife. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I um. I think my dad gave me one of those yeah. for, for Christmas. Yeah. yeah with the little uh, little cleaver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember. I those. was cutting up little pieces of meat, and I went right into my finger. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember freaking out, but I was drunk, so I'm like. What the fuck? Like, it's all that came out. It was like, oh, what? <laughs> and I'm 
bleeding. I haven't bled on any of the food or anything, but I'm watching it bleed out of me. And I remember being like really confused about what to do about it. I was just running it under the sink going, shit. And you, Ben, got me a Band-Aid because you were not drunk or not so drunk that you didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And you bandaged my finger up, um, which was really nice. And I remember continuing to drink a lot that night, like a lot, yeah. a lot. Yeah. So much so, actually, that at one point I thought I had gone insane. <laughs> I thought I had gone insane, and I thought you were going to turn me into the government. Oh, yeah, I remember this story. <laughs> this is, I can't believe how drunk I was this night. This was the drunkest I have ever, yeah. ever been. And I remember going to hide. I went to hide in my closet. Yeah. I sat down in the closet and closed the door and was in there for like a really long time. Wow. Just like against the wall being like, oh shit, man, it's over. He's going to turn me in. <laughs> They're going to find out I'm insane. And I, I, I'm not entirely sure how the night ended. But I did. But the next day, I remember just feeling nothing but like deep existential dread. <laughs> yeah. Like deep down inside, it was like, it was like... I didn't remember enough that I was like, I could have I killed somebody. I wouldn't know. Mm. I was so, so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> that was the drunkest I think maybe I've ever been. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think what ended up happening was, didn't I find you in the closet? I don't think you or found like, me in the closet. Or something. something I came out. and You came out. I, if I remember this story out. correctly, you came out. And you I were think, trying to calm him down. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> um, I, I remember it ended with me convincing you to put your... your uh, your thing on. Yeah, just to, like, go lay down a bit. Was this the night that you had to, like, lead me into the bedroom and be like, lay down, put your sleep mask on, and go to bed? Yeah. I think so. That might I, have been I that think night. that was the night. Dude, nothing is... I can't even believe I'm talking about this, because nothing is more embarrassing yeah, no, I in <laughs> the world. Just wait, because I got, I got some shit. I was so... I was so <laughs> embarrassed. I, like, went from, like, guy having a fun time yeah. to... Like way too war- much, way oh, too much. I felt like a ward of the state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when I thought back, I was like, Ben literally caretaker to me to yeah, bed. Yeah. <laughs> that was insane. I've I've not been that drunk since. I've been drunk. Yeah. I've not been that drunk since. Yeah. I um, when I first started drinking, because I mean, you guys know my dad. He would have he would have fucking killed me if I, he ever found out that I drank before the age of twenty one. Yeah. Um, which I didn't. Which is uh, well, I should. I should <laughs> lead yeah. with that. Say that by saying I didn't, but if I had and he found out, he would have killed me. Yeah. yeah. Um so by the time I was in my early 20s, I was still pretty new to drinking. I didn't know my limits. I didn't know what beer tasted like. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of trying everything for a while. You know, sure. really, that's a good way. Uh, when you're 21, that's a good place to start because you can mature. It is the, probably the correct drinking age. Well, the yeah. first cuz you can mature enough to know, hey, I know my line now. Well, See, most people can. Um, <laughs> Where's this going? So uh, I, I was gonna. I was trying to find out. My dad and my stepmom were out for the weekend, and so I decided to get online and and play a bunch of uh, 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 source games with some friends of mine online. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you might have told me this, but I want to hear this. Only story. only a few of which I remember. So I decided the best thing to do. Was was get a six pack of Guinness Stout. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, which I which I had never tried. Real creepy. Took me a long time to get used to the flavor. And uh, uh, 
a bottle of peach schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> I have done the schnapps thing. I did it as a young man. I wouldn't do it now. So, no, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely so, not. Um, never again. No, I never. I got through it all. Mm. It's the four loco of liqueur, mm-hmm. and uh, and by the time I was like, by the time I had like a third of a bottle of peach schnapps left, I that was about the last thing I remember. Oh god! I I I remember I was playing a game called it was called Suicide Survival. Um, you're in a uh, one team is gardeners, the other team is potted shrubs <laughs> in, a, in a map full of potted shrubs, and you have to blend in and move around and try to get up next to the gardeners and explode. Oh, and nice. cause it yourself. It's so sort of a prop hunt style game of right. subversion. Yeah. Um, the gardeners had to kill you by throwing gardening books at you. <laughs> it was gardening books? <laughs> books on gardening. I feel like it's the gardener's least effective weapon against a bush. <laughs> you know, you think so? But it killed him in one hit, so man. <laughs> sure. Anyway, um, so that was, that was about the last thing I remember. I woke up the next morning, of course, you know, my head Pounded. was killing yeah. me, yeah. Um, and, uh, and... I get up and do my thing, kind of, kind of, like act normal. And my my dad and stepmom come home. I can hear him downstairs. Like I'm on the computer, and my dad knocks on my door and, and comes in. And he's like, he's like, um, he says, "Hey Ben, can I talk to you about something real quick?" Oh no! And and I'm like, I'm like nervous I'm right like, now. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he says, and he says, uh, he says, just come, just come out in the hall real quick. Um, he, this is, this is what killed me about it. He wasn't like, he wasn't even that mad. (laughs) You're 21. I think, I think he thought it was hilarious. I think, I think he was, I think he was looking at me like, like you fucking lightweight. What are you (laughs) I remember my first bottle of peach. We should be clear here. Your dad is one of the coolest people. Oh yeah. He's an excellent human being. The only reason that he would like have been mad, really mad at you for drinking early is because he doesn't want you to be. Yeah, well, I, this, I, is, I after, would this imagine, is after 21. Though. Right, that's oh, what I'm saying. Like, like he he's he's a caring person, and he yeah. doesn't want you to be an 18 year old kid, you know, doing the shit that 18 year old kids do and being an idiot. Right. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. Oh, there there was one time. Uh, it did involve alcohol, and it did involve a car. He was yeah. furious. Yeah. Uh, sure, uh, sure. I'm not going to talk about that one. No, right. Sure. Sure. On the grounds that it may incriminate me. Yeah. Sure. sure. Um. No. It, I, hey. Let, We'll get into that later. <laughs> Don't worry. But, um, but he takes me out of the hallway. <laughs> On the wall, this wall is completely white. There is just a black splash <laughs> all over the wall oh, that no. I that I neglected. Oh. And, he, and he says, "I can tell from the streaks that you tried to clean this up a little last night, and I appreciate that." But you might need to do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was, I was oh, just like, no, terrible. that's all, that's all my Guinness, just all over oh. the wall. And as soon as he said that, it like it hit me. I was like, I, I remember, remember this. I remember it just like, just like oh. pouring garden hosing out of my yeah. mouth as I made my way to the toilet. Oh. And oh, it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I I was so amazed that he didn't just no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember Dad telling me like, 
Well, don't sit there like a bump on a log. Like, like at least make the effort. Make yeah. the effort. I have no problem. It's just a, make the effort. The yeah. yeah, we've all been there. Make just make the effort. A six worth of Guinness, almost yeah. just splat all over the fucking wall. That's so bad. Yep. <laughs> and I, I remember distinctly like like bringing my hand up to my mouth, but it was just my fingers, so it was just like spritzing and spraying all over the fucking place. <laughs> Oh my god! It was it was not my not my finest hour. No, for sure. No, I got a puke story. I'll hold on. To yeah, it, uh, let me get. Well, we're, we're talking about. We're talking about. <laughs> We're talking about early drinking stories, so yeah, right. I should, I should. Puke is gonna figure in prominently into right. some of these. I should note that my first and second time, I guess my first, second, and third time getting drunk looped yeah. together into one story, because they're all tied together by one conclusion. Okay. <laughs> um, first time I, I got drunk, I was 17 years old. Yeah, and I found my parents' liquor cabinet. Oh, they stashed boy. it under the wall oven. I didn't. I, I'd never gone. I'd never had a need to go into that cabinet in my life. I guess right. sometime in my early childhood, I, I knew that that stuff was there, right. but I had forgotten. And by the time I was a seventeen-year-old pothead idiot, high school kid, <laughs> yeah. uh, it, like all you know, I, I opened that up one day. I was looking for like a waffle iron or something because I wanted waffles when I was stoned. I think. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, how we have a waffle flyer and like, what's in here? And yeah. it's just, I mean, it's it, like, it's one of those cabinets that is susceptibly deep. Like, it looks like a small, like the cabinets above your fridge, you know, the real tiny ones. It looks like one of those. Yeah. But when I opened it up, it was like three feet deep. Oh, my God. Because there was a, a wall oven there. So yeah. it stretched way back into that. And it was filled from uh, tip to back with... Uh, I guess all the booze that my parents had been gifted or collected in some way over the years. Oh my God. And I'm talking like, <sighs> I'm ballparking here. There was about $600 worth of alcohol in this cabinet. Jesus. So little 17 year old me. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's go. You know what I mean? So I, first the thing I did. Brand new chemistry set for Christmas. So we're about to fucking experiment with some mixtures. First thing I'm going to do, I don't want to throw these people under the bus because nobody listening to this podcast knows who they are. Uh -huh. uh, my friends, Mitch and Tommy. First thing I did was call them. They're two of my best friends at the time. And I said, hey, guys, guess what I just stumbled upon? Yeah. And, uh, you know, let them know. And they were like, oh, hell yeah, let's let's do it. You know, so when they came over, we drank, you know, the first time and, uh, uh, you know, it was cool. We just did a little bit to kind of like warm up. And then the second time uh, we like actually drank, drank. And by we, I mean I. Like I had them over. It was a day when I, I was I was seventeen. I didn't I didn't have I didn't have a job at the time. Um, so I was at home by myself. My friends came over uh, at the I guess early in the day, ten in the morning, maybe uh -huh. something like that. Mm -hmm. Mom was at work, and we were playing Halo, sure. Halo Two, or I guess Halo Three at the time. We were playing Halo all day and drinking. Yeah, and uh, I got I started by myself on a bottle. Of, this is probably why I hate Jack Daniels. By the way, <laughs> this is probably why I can't drink this. Uh, I bet yeah, it is. I started on a fifth of Jack Daniels. 
mm. full, unopened, something that oh. had to have been a gift to them. It sure. was an unopened fifth of Jack Daniels. Oh, fuck's sake. And I started drinking it straight. <laughs> and I mean straight as fuck. Out of oh. the, like, I started with glasses, and then it was out of the bottle. That takes years of alcoholism That takes years of alcoholism. I Even now, I'm close, but I'm not that close. Yeah, you right. need practice at being a drunk asshole before you do right. that. So <laughs> I, I, and I, I mean, a two 17-year-old me's credit, I did not throw up this time. Okay. But I started tipping that bottle back before they got there. Yeah. By the time they got there, I was halfway done with it. Uh, by the time they took the bottle away from me, <laughs> it was a fifth. I got it down to like yay. So you two, drank like two thirds of the two thing. thirds of this bottle's gone. Uh, and they took it. Yeah, they were like, okay, you know what I mean. Like they, they had had some drinks out of it, but the bottle was most of the way gone. Yeah. And they were finally like, okay, that's enough. And I remember <laughs> I went downstairs. My my the upstairs bathroom didn't work at the time, so I had to go downstairs to take a leak. And I uh, remember my friend Mitch shouting something to me out of my bedroom when I was going downstairs to piss, and he's like. Uh, if it comes out brown, you have alcohol poisoning. You know what I mean? It's like, it just like a throwaway thing. And I, I remember like, you know, I'm downstairs and I smash yeah. my hand up against the wall and I'm like, yeah, I'm pissing with no hands. Like I'm like, yeah, right, one yeah. hand's on my head, the other hand's on the wall and I'm trying to steady my dick into the toilet. <laughs> like, and I pissed this like enormous amount of piss and I, I, I was tickled pink because my piss wasn't brown for some reason this was hilarious <laughs> and I, I stumbled my way back up to the stairs and I my my, hall, my room was down the hallway and just off to the left around like a little corner yeah. and I remember I placed both my hands I remember this like vividly yeah. I planted both my hands on the door frame yeah. and I said guys my pee wasn't brown <laughs> and I started laughing and I fell and I toppled like not forward or backwards. I had enough wherewithal to fall to the left into the other bedroom, and I was chuckling, like laughing to myself. And I, I my vision went black. Like oh, I, I, I blacked out, but I was still conscious. Do you know what I mean? That's terrible. Like I couldn't see anything, but I'm, I'm laughing, and I can't. Like my vision's Jeez. black. It's like you disjointed your retinas. Right. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm in between that weird funky blackout stage. And yeah. uh, I remember, I hear, God damn it, from the room, and then I hear people getting up and shuffling, and I feel myself get lifted. Godspeed to them. They lifted, <sighs> at the time, at the time, yeah. 220 pounds of dead, fat weight. <laughs> like, I remember Mitch going, I got his head, you get his legs, and, you know, thank God my friend Mitch was strong. He, like, hefted me yeah. sideways. And they carried me down the hallway and threw me onto the couch. Oh and I'm still God. laughing while this is happening. And I'm like, I'm only, I'm only halfway conscious. I just like so fucking vivid in my mind. I'm only halfway conscious of, of the fact that they're talking in the background and they're going, "All right, what do we do with him?" Like, you know, like. Oh my God. And you know, I'm laugh. I'm still laughing hysterically, and I'm drunk, and I'm, and I'm trying to say stuff to them. Like, no, oh, I'm fine. Oh, you know, but I'm no. not. And I remember, like, this is scary. My, my vision came back, and like, I'm like rolled on the couch, and I'm like, you know, looking over at them, and they're. Going, I remember my friend Mitch saying to my friend Tommy, like, No, we can't just leave him. His mom is going to be home in like two hours, and we can't do this to him. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, you know, like, so they're like, ah, you know, trying to figure out what to do, and I'm in my own zone, and I remember my friend Mitch grabbed my head, and he went, and he was totally trying to like jar me away, he slapped me on the face, and he yeah, goes, Brady, here's what you got to do. Oh, it's important to note. <laughs> I almost forgot the best part. It's important to note. My mom had asked me to, to uh, I did the grass and then it started raining a couple days before. Yeah. She asked me to f 
do the edge trimming, the weed whacking <laughs> that, that day. And I just didn't do it. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, they they asked me, uh, you know, they're like, here's what he's like, here's what you got to do. You got to go and go to your room, go to bed, take a nap, set your alarm for five o'clock. We're going to go home, get changed. You said, you know, get a shower. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to come pick you up and we're going to go to the mall. Right. When so you are not home for when this. When your mom comes home, you're asleep. Uh, and then you need to leave. The only thing you say to her is, hey, I'm going to the mall with these guys and then be ready. Yeah. And I repeated it back to her. I said, okay, so I'm going to go get a shower. I'm going to go outside and do the weed whacking. And then I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, he looked back at Tommy and he's like, no. He's like, no, 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 no. There's no equipment. He's like, no lawn equipment. Don't do any of that. <laughs> but so long story short, they left and I'm like, all right, I won't do it. And I did. I went out and weed whacked horribly. <laughs> Drunk weed <laughs> You know, like all over the place. And then, yeah, they took me to the mall and like I sobered up and everything was okay. Uh, which Jesus. brings me to, and I will, I will just, <laughs> I, I'm just going to get into this. The third time that I got drunk, yeah, uh, it, which leads to the finality of this, uh, I, it started at eight in the morning. I had uh, a friend of mine over, uh, uh, a woman and, uh, it, like my mom left for work and then she came 15 yeah. minutes after that. Uh -huh. I poured, I, uh, you know the story? I know this story. <laughs> so this was this I'm not is sure I've heard this so one. this is the this is the reason I know my limit, right? Okay, yeah. This is I know where my blackout zone is because of this, and I will never get to that point ever again because I. So she comes in, and I have poured us two screwdrivers. Which seventeen-year-old me, this is how he makes a screwdriver. He takes a tall kitchen glass. He fills it all the way up to the brim with vodka, like right up to here. Yeah. And then you throw a splash of orange juice in it for color, stir it with a butter knife, and it's good to go. <sighs> so I drank. That is not how to drink that. I drank one of those to myself. Yeah. Completely. Downed it, faced it. Yeah. I, I give, gave one to her when she came in, uh, and she. I noticed that mine was almost gone. Hers had barely been touched. Yeah, and, right. and I was like, you didn't drink your drink. And she's like, oh, it's too strong for me. And I said, okay, I'll go ahead and do it then. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. She and faced her drink. At the bottom of the glass is when I blacked out. No Our, shit. The next couple things come in spurts. <laughs> um, I, I, I remember being wobbly. Yeah. This is going to be sound really weird on microphone. I remember being very wobbly. <laughs> uh, I remember sitting on the floor and her going over to my music, like my CD case. She pulled out the Sex Pistols, never mind the bollocks, put it on the stereo. And I remember drunkenly singing Holidays in the Sun, blacking out again. I remember my pants being off. <laughs> like, my, like, uh, like, off. I remember, like, her having my pants off. Yeah, right. And then I remember... Another friend, I remember coming to again, another friend was in the house, another friend of mine, so nobody I didn't know, and I'm like, oh my God, when did you get here? Uh, you're like, you know, drinking, getting, getting drunk with us. Jesus. Uh, I remember her, her peeing in my shower. <laughs> I, 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 this is all, like, as I'm telling you this, this is the order that I remember stuff in. I remember her in my shower, peeing in the shower drain. I remember somebody throwing a bowl at my head, like a frisbee, <laughs> and hitting me. <laughs> I remember lying in bed with these two women. I think we're all naked. <laughs> um, and then I remember being in my bed yeah. alone, in the dark, yeah. with no pants and no glasses. 
Oh, that's the worst. Uh, and open. I remember this. I distinctly remember this part it, coming to. Rolling over, my dresser was right next to my bed, opening up my dresser drawer, puking in it, shutting it, <laughs> oh. and then rolling back over and passing oh, out. I remember that detail. Uh, <laughs> and I, I mean, like, uh, this is super embarrassing now. <laughs> I, I was covered in puke. I was mm-hmm. naked. I was cold. I had alcohol poisoning, you know, like. Yeah, you know, probably. Pissed myself, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, laying in my own filth in my bed. Like, I pissed myself several times over. Oh, God. You know God. what I mean? Like, puked everywhere. It was not good. I remember. Jeez, this, this is, this is. And bad. by the time, it, like, I lost an entire day. I mean, like, it went from eight in the morning to, like, four in the afternoon before it finally stopped. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, I remember at one point I rolled over and I heard a friend, like a, f- a familiar voice it was a friend of mine named Cliff. Yeah. And he was there. And I'm like, I remember like being drunk, but having this reaction of like, oh my God, what, what is happening? Cause what like people were just coming into my house. Yeah. Like it was like a fucking like eighties nightmare movie. You know what I mean? Where like the party gets way too out of control. And like yeah. my friend Cliff was there and I'm like, what, I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, I don't know, man, I'm so fucking stoned. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, like this is horrible. So I, I, I cut. <laughs> to like another friend of mine uh, Steve Tweak yeah uh, who saved my life Mm -hmm. he took all the the girls were still there doing whatever Uh, he found all the liquor and he hid it from them yeah and he got them out of the house he like came in and told me because I had been coming out of the blackout at that point and he's like Look, man, I got all the bottles. They're stashed around the house. He's like, you're just going to have to find them. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, You know, put them away. And uh, I'm taking the girls to Denny's. I got you. And I'm like, I just, I just remember like, I, I like falling like to my knees. Prayer hands. I'm like, thank you. I'm like, thank you so much. I don't know what to do. And he's like, it's all right, man. It's going to be all right. You know, just relax. Go get a shower. Get cleaned up. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Like fucking saved my life. Yeah. Um, But like that, I like, I ruined my comforter. I ruined uh, part of my carpet. You know, I mm-hmm. ruined. Uh, you have like, a drawer full of dry Yeah. I mean, it was like, this horrible thing. And then I went to sleep. I took like this. I showered. I found my glasses. I found my pants. I found all the bottles of liquor. Yeah. Hit them. I took this horrible shower and I slept. Yeah. And uh, I remember my mom came home and. I, I thought, okay, foolish me. I thought I'm, I'm fiddling around because yeah, I'm, ner- I'm nervous telling the story. You're like anxious fiddling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she, uh, she came home, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, I got, I'm hungry, mm-hmm. and I, I gotta like play it off like everything's okay. So we went to B Dubs, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get some grease in me to fill up. And I remember we're sure. sitting across from each other. She knew. There's no way she didn't know. No, she had you to. Know, have there's done. no way she didn't know at that exact moment. Right. You know. And uh, she's like, are you okay? You look horrible. And I'm like, ah, I just, I've been sick all day. I don't know what the problem is. She's like, yeah, you look pale and sweaty. Kind of like you've been, you know, you didn't say that. Like, yeah, right. Oh, you've been fucking drinking all day, <laughs> you know. And, she, uh, she had to have known. No, she did. She did. So, I, I mean, uh, my room was a disaster. Yeah. A couple days later, I had to go to California to visit uh, Dad. Or yeah. no, to I went on vacation with Dad to California. Okay. A couple days after. I came home. She cleaned my entire bedroom for me. Oh like, God. I had cleaned all the puke and stuff out, but she, like, <laughs> did the laundry for me while I was gone and, like, vacuumed my room and helped pick up a little bit. Yeah. And then I remember coming home, you know, and she asked me. I was at the top of the stairs, and she was at the bottom of the stairs, and she, we were going out to lunch or dinner somewhere, and she's like, oh, by the way, 
did you get into my liquor cabinet? And I was just like, at that point, I was uh, so, uh, I was so uh, defeated, and I was like, yeah, I did. I just saw uh, her. I said, I just, yeah. She's like, I thought so. Yeah. She's like, I just want to let you know, I dumped all that out. And I'm like, and I'm like, I did. I'm like, that's okay. I'm like, that's, that's fine. I like, I said, you remember a couple of days ago when I was, we went to beat ups and I looked sick. She's like, yeah, it's. <laughs> so yeah, like that was the like, and it was just like by the when she told me that there was no like no, you know that I couldn't lie my way out of it. It was yeah, just no, like, that was yeah. I mean, but like that's the line. I know where my line is, mm -hmm. and like that was horrible. I don't know if you've ever pissed yourself before. Like, have you ever been so drunk that you pissed yourself? Thankfully, that is no. a horrible. You don't want to be in that position. I yeah, have been I, so I, drunk I, that I accidentally was at the toilet and pissed on my own leg. Mm. I mean, I've been there. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's been there. Every, everybody does that just you know probably weekly, once every couple weekly. of weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that was that. That was the most drunk I've ever been in my life. I have almost pissed Ooh. in a sink. Almost. <laughs> um, no, but what you said? How like you still can't drink Jack? That's um, there's a there's a thing called. Uh, I want to say it's called the Ramirez effect mm, okay. or something like that. It's a psychological thing, but it, it basically says that a taste that you get sick on yeah. uh, is is one that you'll have an aversion to. Sure. Um, I cannot I cannot drink Jack Daniels. Yeah. It makes me want to puke every time. Uh, I, I can't it. do peach schnapps. Yeah. I couldn't either. <laughs> I couldn't do any kind of stout for the longest time after that one night. Yeah. Um, now I've got my taste back for it. Yeah. I can't drink Southern Comfort for this reason. Oh, it's too sweet. <laughs> it's that too sweet thing. It's too sweet. I, I think that's why I drank too much of it and why I got sick on it. What's yeah. Oh, it's sweet. Yeah. No. I can just drink a bunch of this because it's no, candy. you cannot. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It makes me sick. Calm down there, Janice Joplin. That's a very scary story. It was horrible, yeah. No, I mean, and like, I, I, I know and, and then uh, my friend Mitch got drunk in, you know, this is his mistake, but he got drunk and almost died in my house. Oh, jeez. Like, 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 drank himself to alcohol poisoning and almost died in my house, you know. You know, it's like when you're young is when you're vulnerable to this shit. Because mm -hmm. yeah. you really haven't had, like, all the mistakes leading up to knowing mm -hmm. better. Yeah. You're making them for the first time. Mm -hmm. There's a, um, there was a, a saying my granddad used to love, which was, uh, uh, good judgment comes from experience, but unfortunately, experience comes from bad judgment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, I. Uh, I'll, I'll give you. Another, I'll give you another one. I was. Uh, I went one night to. You guys might know the name of the place. I can't remember. There was a place that used to serve underage. Mickey's. Was that what it was? Irish Bob's Mickey's. It was out, like uh, it was. Um, it was out on Mid uh, Midlothian. I want to say. Or in that general area. Brick house? <laughs> I'm not sure. It was Mid Boardman, though. It was like uh, like uh, northern end of Boardman, it's southern Mickey's. end of Youngstown. It's like the south side. It's, Ma yeah, it's, it's Mickey's. It's, yeah. it's Mickey's. I, God, this is so embarrassing, but I went out there one night with a bunch of dudes who I didn't even really like. <laughs> I just, like, I don't know. We were hanging out, and I was, I was with them, and they were friends with someone else I knew. So I, I went out to their place and hung out, and they took me up there, right? And I was, I don't know, I was probably 20. Yeah. I was, you know, I was not... Old like, enough to get away with it. I wasn't super underage, but I was, I was under 21. 
And I remember being at this place. It was like, it looked like the discovery zone for alcoholics in mm. there. Because all, all these neon <laughs> lights and like weird, playful colors that just don't make sense at a bar to me. Right. And I remember sitting down. It and, was Mickey's. Uh, it's definitely Mickey's, it by the way. Be. That is the underage bar, or mm. was the underage bar. At the time, it was. It, it, was. it, it is. Everyone knew they would serve. Yeah. So I went. And I remember sitting down at the bar. And God, most of this night has left me, mm. right? It's been so long. That I really only remember the salient points, which are that I started drinking and I kept drinking. I was drinking shit like Black Velvet. Like, I would not drink now, <laughs> you know? BV and Mountain Dew, that used to be my go-to. Mm, God, it was, whatever it was, I hated it, but I just kept doing the it. Face of it, yeah. And I started getting pretty drunk. Yeah. Um, at one point, I went outside to have a cigarette, and I'm standing against the wall of the bar and I see a Youngstown cop pull up the stop sign across from the place. And I'm going, and like, I'm drunk, so I'm just being like, be cool, man. Be yeah, cool, you do, man. You gotta talk and yourself just, down from the ledge. I'm just sitting there smoking, being like, ah, oh, Jesus. You know, <laughs> like, freaking out. And I see them pass, and I go back inside. And I drink more. And I'm starting to get tired. Yeah. I remember yeah, I actually yeah. was, I was the guy with my head down the I, Yeah, I've been there. And yeah. the bartender's saying, you gotta wake up, man. You gotta wake up. Yeah, you gotta wake up. You gotta wake yeah. up, man. They won't let you sleep at the bar. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going, shit, shit, I'm sorry. You know, and I'm, I keep snapping my head if this happens like twice. Yeah. At some point, I start to feel sick. Yeah. Like, genuinely sick. I stand up from the bar. Hmm. I go to start to walk towards the bathroom. I'm like, it's going to happen. This is so bad. I get into the dance floor area onto the way to the bathroom, and I put my hand over my mouth, oh, and no. I go, Bleh. And I feel it spray between my fingers uh, as I'm passing some people. Just one quick like that. And I go, oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I'm like, I probably just threw up on a stranger. Yeah. I don't know. I get, I get into the bathroom. There's, I'm waiting. <laughs> I have my hand over my mouth and I'm waiting for a stall. And a guy comes out, like, you know, maybe 10 seconds later. And I go in there and it's just, blah, just. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I it's uh, on the seat and the floor yeah. and the back of the tank and everything. Yeah. And some guy's bitching at me outside the stall. <laughs> Being like, ah oh, man, what the fuck? Right? And I cl I clean it, I clean it up with my shoe and toilet paper. <laughs> clean oh, a disgusting bar bathroom. Oh my god. Because I'm so oh. mortified. Dude, you gotta just bail at that point. You gotta, I, like, I know, at that point I should've just ran. Yeah. Just just got the fuck out of there, talk to the dudes I was with, and like, just go. Yeah. But I didn't do that. What I what I did do was clean it all up oh, and man. then go and sit back down. That, the dude, bar. that is that is a humble pie moment, dude. Yeah, Fucking, no, yeah. No, it was bad. I was I felt very very bad about that. Yeah, that was that was so humiliating. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. And I God, I've ne I never got sick at a bar after that. Mm -mm. Ever. I mean, that was the last time where I was like, okay, this when I'm out, enough. I am not going to get. Like puke plaster, yeah. You don't yeah. want to. You don't want to be in that position, in a because yeah. then you're at the mercy of everybody else around you. Yeah, like and when of course you're, I didn't drive there. That's why I sure. was getting you know shit faced. When you're at home, yeah. Like if I were to get drunk here and too yeah. drunk to like puke drunk and too drunk to go anywhere, yeah. I know I have a couch to stay on. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Like yes. And, and that's that's where you want to. If, if you got to get that out of your system, that's where you want to get it out of your system. At. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't want to be. 
You don't want to be out at a strange weirdo bar right. with strange weirdos. Where they hand 17-year-old girls free drink tickets at the door. That's why that went out of business, by the way. What's yeah. the underage drinking? It's because on ladies' night, they would give you three free drinks if you were a girl, and they didn't yeah. card you. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It was like, diabolical. That's, yeah, it's fucking insane. Like, right? it's really fucked up, and whoever ran yeah. that place was was uh, very, very sketchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, oh, God, dude. Oh god, this is like going to be the most embarrassing episode of well, all time. Well, I mean, that's why that's why this is going to work because it's just it's just running through your own. We, we've got to have some more positive drug mistakes. Yeah, what's the what's <laughs> what's like the best thing you've ever done when you were drunk? Yeah, uh, apart from karaoke exploits. Yeah, like mm, let's yeah, see. like, like those fun stories. Okay, so all right, I got. Do you do you have one? Oh, I mean, I've got. Like a thousand. <laughs> the days, the days at Lemon Grove doing karaoke. Yeah, getting oh, yeah. getting tanked every night. Yeah, like, or well, every Wednesday night. Um, yeah, we're fucking great. I have very vivid memories of of the crowds cheering every time I bust out. Uh, uh, you know, fucking. Uh, uh, Mama said, "Knock you out." Yeah, yeah. gin and juice. Yeah. Oh, dude, you always did. You always did. Mama said, "Knock you out." Very well. <laughs> That's a, that was a winner every time. I mean, you can you can really get into it because all you just shout. You can just yeah. shout the uh, the whole way through the song. <laughs> um, it's it's really good. To, it's it's a really good one to do. Um, Thanks to Boogie. <laughs> Thanks to Boogie. <laughs> um, I don't know that I have that I have like any any. Remarkable things that I that I've anything that makes for a story that I've done drunk. Um, who? Uh, who? I learned the value of of not getting drunk too much in public through someone else. Yeah. Um. Uh. We had both had a few drinks. Um. Me and this, me and this random chick who I had started talking to. This is while I was I was still functionally single. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and uh, and we both got we both got pretty tanked and and uh, it was kind of a crowded night. So she started like feeling me up in the in the middle of the bar and oh, like putting, yeah. her, putting her hand on my thigh and, and, and that's all right. Yeah, and I was I was like, all right, this is this is good. So we just we just kind of started, you know, we kind of we started making out a little. She was yeah. she was like at, know, the, at the bar. At the bar, I was I was oh, I was yeah. that you, fucking. You were person. that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh fuck it. I'm, I'm, uh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But but that's but still, it's You're like whatever. Good for you. That's what you do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So it was like you know I'm obviously not gonna say no to some some free you know tongue action at the, at the bar. <laughs> some so, free tongue action. Some free face sucking. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, so I so I was that guy. We we decided to go out into the parking lot instead. Yeah. And, uh, and I said I was like, at some point I realized, you know what? Shit, I have I have class in the morning. Yeah. I, I can't continue this. And and she, and I was like, look, I really got I really got to get home. Uh-huh. I'm just borrowing this car. I lived with my dad throughout college, and it was his car. So I was like, I'm just borrowing this car. Yeah, right. You know, I, <laughs> Didn't want to obscure the fact that I was I was living with my dad, but you know, I, I'm I'm just borrowing this car. I gotta get it back, and and she's like, well, I could come with you. Yeah, and I, and I'm like, mm, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're trying to like not mention that part of yeah. it, right? So so 
we end up we end up deciding you know next time I'm like oh for sure next time um, yeah. for sure for sure yeah <laughs> so I this so is I, a decision we'll both make again yeah. right I'm back I'm back the next week yeah I haven't had anything to drink all day yeah I go in I'm I'm really hankering for for a pizza and she is sitting there visibly drunk oh boy and and. At, and she recognizes me, and she's like, "Hey!" And I'm, and at at once, all at once, I realize, "Oh no, I've made a very terrible mistake. <laughs> I've made a very big error in judgment." You have yeah. shit where you ate, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so she <clears throat> keeps trying to get me more drinks. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh yeah. And that's where I'm like, you know what? I'm. I'm just here for like a quick dinner and then I like I really got to get home. Yeah. And at the end of it all, she called me a pussy. <laughs> she said she she literally her exact words, I don't know why you have to be such a pussy about it. Uh. <laughs> and and I was like I was like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I really didn't know what to say. Yeah. I, I never been at this level and and then so I, I about a month later, maybe I came. I came back. I was with a couple people from a class, uh-huh. and um, I was sitting at one of the tables. It was a pretty busy night, and and we were hanging out talking, and and uh, I was I was telling them a story like like she like I just. I, I need you guys to help me not get that drunk tonight. Yeah, you know, yeah I, I, I don't want to sure. be in that position again. And, and he's like, "Wait, is, does this chick have have black curly hair?" I'm like, "Yeah." And, I, and he says, "I I know her. He, it's her over there, right?" And I turn around and oh, I look, no. and she is in the process of throwing up on the bar. <laughs> and I and I oh god. And so I just turn back around and I go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, well, you live and you learn, right? Yeah. Uh, thank we, goodness. Thank we all goodness make mistakes like this. We all make lapses in judgment, and certainly <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that, I mean, yeah, when it comes your way. You, what are you gonna? What are you gonna? You know, back off on that? You, you know, you're a young guy. I know. I know. And and it's it's. I uh, not too too long ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I was watching uh, Austin Powers for the first time in a long time. Um, <laughs> definitely better than watching it when you're when you're fourteen. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, but there's the part where where um, uh, what's her face, hot British chick. Yeah, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah, uh, her character, the hottest British chick. I can't, I can't, darling. You're, you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, she gets trashed, and Austin says, "I can't." You're drunk. Yeah. 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 Like, like, and it's, you know, if, if I've uttered those words before, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. Learn from this example. Yeah. Young, young folks. Heed my, heed my words. Learn from the wisdom of Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah. That's all they're doing. He's, he's, yeah. he's in that universe. He's had more sex than anyone on the planet. Yeah. Right. Like. Sex is, is definitely his, his primary pastime, apart from, you know, defending queen and country. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, if, if he can do it, you can do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, certainly, <laughs> if, if one person is sober, it's their obligation at that point. Definitely. If two people are drunk, it's really easy for both people to both sure. make a mistake. Sure. You know? Yeah. But if you, one person is clearly more drunk than the other, yeah. then there's a line where you have to go. That's a no-go. I'm sorry. Talk to me tomorrow. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Oh gosh, I just I keep I'm, I'm thinking about every drunk thing I ever did. <laughs> um, okay, I got a stupid drunk mistake for you. Okay. Um, so uh, I was at my buddy Frankie's house, and uh, we were what were we doing back in 08, 09? Probably playing Call of Duty. Uh huh. And uh, like you do. Yeah, I'm smoking pot probably. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but I remember I'm like, man, I want to I drink. And he's like, hey, I got some peach schnapps in the in my closet. He's like, you can go back there, you can grab it. So I went to his closet and I couldn't find the schnapps. And I just grabbed the first schnapps shaped bottle I could find. Oh, my God. And it tasted citrusy, but it was disgusting. Was it so, triple suck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those of you who can't see the dramatic slow motion point yeah. that was just delivered to me, it's, that's a ding, ding, ding. Uh, I didn't know that at the time. I got, I, and I'm fake. I was mixing it with water. I'm oh, like, why is this so so much so, sugar? Uh, like Frank, I think your schnapps is bad. It's turned. Uh, well, that would be because it's not schnapps. It's thick syrup alcohol. <laughs> like, and I was getting drunk, but it was like, ah, yeah. I drank most of this bottle. You fake. A bottle I of basically a Aunt Jemima's <laughs> right. I drank this whole which is why I look like this now. I drank this I remember I remember like I'm fucked up, but I remember he came around the corner and like he went to his room or something, he's like, hey Brady, I realized why your your peach schnapps tasted so bad. And I'm like, why? And he pulls the bottle out, he's like, because that wasn't peach schnapps. That was triple sack. I'm like, oh, God, it's so gross! Oh, it's fucking disgusting. Oh my! Um, and I, I mean, I got through. I got through the, <laughs> uh, most of the bottle. Like how much of that must be sugar? Seriously, it's horrible, dude. It was horrible. It's like old it sugar. Horrible. I didn't get again. Didn't get sick. Just. I should have. By all accounts, I yeah. should have been sick. That was disgusting. Horrible. By oh. this point, I'm regretting already telling the, the fucking New York City stories. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wish I could go. I wish I could erase those and tell those again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, God. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of some of the... Did I, did I ever tell you about the time I faced down a bunch of riot guards with an open container in my pocket? Uh, no. I'm sorry? That actually happened Let's to me. Go. <laughs> this was years ago. It was in Kent for Halloween weekend in Kent, which, as you know, can get pretty rowdy. Yes. It's literally like all I, Kent I, is partying. I started to get real worried about your actual age when you said I was in Kent and there were riot guards. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, no, this was, <laughs> this was, this was, uh, maybe. Ten soldiers I'm facing, boons wrong. <laughs> it was, I'm finally getting drunk. <laughs> I think it was like 2009, probably. Yeah. It was something like that. And I was there uh, hanging out with Donzi. Yeah. We were having a, a good time in, in Kent. I showed up, uh, like around six o'clock on a Friday or whatever. And uh, with a bottle of Admiral Nelson. Oh, no, we bought a bottle of <laughs> Admiral, Admiral Nelson. Nelson. Hey, because if you if you could drink with a captain or you could drink with his boss, who are you going to drink with? Right. Admiral. <laughs> yeah. So we drank a bunch. Captain Morgan's a pirate. He doesn't have a boss. He's not under a chain yeah, of command. Yeah, I guess you're right. He's, he's right. not a member of the... He, he's not part of a chain of command. He's a pirate. He, yeah. It's a thing. He has yeah. a ship. That's why he's the captain. Anyway, boss, continue. His only boss is the sea and his alcoholism. <laughs> right. The only thing that would be better would be drinking with Commandant Chad. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Um, but no, we decided to drink with the Admiral, yeah. uh, which is how we started out uh, that, that evening. And uh, I don't even know if it was the same day. I think it was actually the next day that we were out. We had a bottle of Seagram 7. Yeah. I had a bottle of it that we started drinking at his house, and we knew we were going to hit some parties or whatever, and I got a big bulky leather jacket, so I got tucked in my front pocket, and we sat out for the night. And we saw all kinds of crazy things this night. Oh, yeah. We were just drinking and drinking and going around. When you're in a city full of people who are partying, yeah. like when Youngstown does the zombie crawl, there's all sorts of wild shit you're going to see. Yeah. And it uh, was pretty nuts. Yeah. I mean, especially in Kent, at one point, I was standing on a street corner, <coughs> and I hear someone screaming, ketchup, ketchup, ketchup. Ketchup! And I look, and there's a gigantic guy dressed as a bottle of ketchup holding two bottles of ketchup. And he's running around going, ketchup! And then I hear, mustard! Right behind him. There's a fucking mustard bottle running behind him, right? <laughs> then then I see that they're holding hot dogs wrapped in tinfoil. And the guy oh. goes, ketchup, ketchup. He hands me a hot dog. He unravels it. He goes, ketchup, ketchup, ketchup. And I go, yeah, ketchup. He puts ketchup on my hot dog. And mustard guys go, mustard. And I go, yeah, mustard, please. Then they put the mustard on <laughs> And then, and then they then, run away. And then just and then just when you think it's over, mayo, <laughs> mayo. <laughs> it was weird. I mean, I'd never nothing like that ever happened to me again in my life. Um, <laughs> That's but, incredible. But uh, I know it was insane. Um, but among the things that we did was we ended up down this one street at a house party. I don't know whose house party this was. I don't think we ever found out. We just walked up to it. We saw people were doing stuff all over. We just walked in. And we're talking to people, and we're kind of making friends. And it's getting real rowdy. This place is fucking loud. I had to piss desperately. I was waiting for this through this long line to piss, you know, up the stairs or whatever. And eventually, when it's, it's gotten kind of late, and I still have this bottle of Seagram 7 that is, like, halfway empty. And we decide we got to go. It's getting yeah, late. Yeah. And I walk out the front door. I Unbeknownst to me... There were literally a line of Kent riot police all the way up this street. Uh, I did not see this coming. I had no idea it had gotten this shit. bad outside the house. But there were fucking riot cops with plastic shields. Oh my god! Lining the street, and again, I have a bo- I have an open container in my pocket, so I'm freaking out. And we have to. It's all right. They're all just in costume. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't know what was going on, so I'm just walking past them, and I'm drunk, and I'm trying so hard not to seem like I'm drunk. Yeah. And we were we're walking. I got this bottle right here, and I'm trying to make bullshit conversation. Um, And and I guess it's it's kind of an uneventful ending because we end up getting past them, getting back to the house. But I still don't know why they were there. Yeah. I still don't know why. I thought I thought it was nuts. I'm like, okay. Dudes in costume trying to freak people out. Yeah, maybe. There were too many. There were way too many, and they were all the same. Wow. I, mean, I mean, I'm fairly certain they were actual riot police. police. Wow. Uh, yeah. That were maybe just on duty because Kent gets wild. wild. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Halloween, he gets notoriously wild. Yeah. So, yeah, so I faced down a bunch of riot cops and tried desperately not to tip them off to the fact that I had, like, a half-empty yeah. bottle in my pocket. Sure, sure. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I mean, here's the thing. They probably had more growing concerns than the right. Seagram's number seven in your pocket. Right. You That's the thing I mean? is, I'm the peaceful guy walking down the street not bothering anybody. They're not looking at me. Right, exactly. I'm right in front of them, and they're not looking at me. They're looking at, you know, the people having a big party on their front porch with the music really loud, and they might set that couch on fire. Who knows? Yeah, right. exactly. Right. You know, set that. Yeah, I mean, that's. Ooh. 
Yeah. I know I, I know just how wild, like, Youngstown gets when the zombie crawl happens yeah. every year. It's coming back up. I haven't been at a zombie yeah. crawl in a long time. Me either. But, man, <laughs> those are some parties. Yeah. And with, in Kenwood, like, it's really easy for it to become a huge party because it's all residential streets, sure, basically. Sure, So, you're, I mean, people are just mobbing everywhere. Yeah. You know, whole areas are just covered with people Drinking walking. and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And a ketchup and mustard bottle. That's insane. That's really insane. You know that, right? Ketchup! Ketchup, ketchup! ketchup. I was like, yeah. Mustard! Mustard! (laughs) (laughs) This is the fucking weirdest thing that I ever experienced. And I was drunk, so I'm like, is this happening? I had no idea what I was looking at. Uh, that's a drug story that's, that's not so that's much about incredible. regret. <laughs> not so much about regret as uh, confusion and dread. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, I, got, I have one. I, this is going to be kind of uneventful after the riot police. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear it. Um, uh, all right, I'll tell you about the first time I ever had a crunch wrap. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't drunk, I'd be disappointed. Yeah, it was drunk. Right? It, was, it was mine. <laughs> Uh, it was my 20th birthday. Uh-huh. And the, the point of my life where I was at here was I was – kind of set the mood. Yeah. I was just as lost as I was when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, still stoned a lot, you know, being an idiot, not knowing my place. I was dating somebody who I wasn't happy being with. Uh-huh. Um, and it was my 20th birthday, and all I wanted to do was go out and not be in my room thinking to myself – yeah, uh, and hang out with my friends. All my friends were either busy at work or you know doing something else. Right. The one person uh, who uh, answered the phone when I called, or like let me know, like hey, you know, uh, was Ross. Sure. And he was out. Ross and, is always good for some shit. Right. And I called him and I'm like, hey man, what's you know? Uh, as I you try to get with my best friends earlier, they were all busy or they didn't feel like going out. I'm like, well, fuck, it's my, it's my birthday. Like, I want to, you know, I was just moping to myself. And, like, I, I called Ross, and he didn't pick up the first time, but he called me back. And I guess he was at somebody's house. And it was, like, 8 o'clock at this point. And I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, what's up? You know, and I said, it's my birthday, and I, I'm bored. And he's like, oh, dude. He's like, hold on. I'll leave her a mat. I'll come pick you up. <laughs> so, like, he, like, whatever he was doing, he just dropped it and came and got me. And I'm Ross like, is the best. Yeah, dude. He's, he's cool, man. Real cool. And, and he... Came and picked me up, and we went to a bar that's closed now. It's called Slim's Place. And uh, Ross was 21 at this point. I had just turned 20. It was yep. my 20th birthday, not my 21st. Mm-hmm. So Ross was old enough at this point. Uh, and uh, he... Ooh, the that, fuck? That's the coffee. Oh, the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he, he was friends with the... Uh, Slim, yeah, and Slim's dad who ran the ran Slim's place. You know, they ran the bar, and yeah. uh, he, you know, he knew them from somewhere. Ross knows, everybody. and it's their place. Yeah, and it's their place. <laughs> right. They're so, Slim, as it turns out. So he came in, and he's like, <laughs> he, he told me, he's like, and I think he even said, he's like, this is not like Mickey's. He's like, we're gonna have to tell them it's your twenty first birthday. Yeah. So he's like, do not. You know, he's like, they are not, you know, like, they will throw you out if, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, they don't, they don't pull up with that shit here. So he's like, yeah. I was like, I don't think I have to tell you. Don't act like an idiot. He's like, well, we'll have fun, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's my 20th birthday. We're sitting out at the bar and we're and it, immediately, I wish this bar was still around because immediately I'm into the vibe in this place. There is like, <laughs> they have like a little side stage off to the right. It's a big wraparound bar. Nice. Um, it's closed off like with the kitchen doors, you know, yeah. off to the back. 
And uh, he comes in and he's like, Ross, you know, the bar, Ross Slim. He's mm-hmm. like, Ross, what's going on, man? Shakes his hand. He's like, who's this? And he like, introduces him to me. He's like, oh, this is my buddy Brady. Or a ham case. He's my yeah. buddy ham case. He just turned 21 <laughs> today. And he's like, oh, man, happy birthday, dude. He's like, we got to get you a shot. And like, buys me a shot right away. And we're, uh, it was one of those bars where you can, it was kind of like Cedars used to be, where you could sit down with other people at the bar and start a conversation. Like yeah. a real cheers vibe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and we're, I mean, like, I, we just sat down and we're drinking. And I'm 20, so I'm, you know, technically underage. But <laughs> I was always very good at not being that guy. Right. And I'm still very good at not being that guy <laughs> who gets too drunk and acts like an idiot in front of everybody. Yeah. yeah. Like, I never understood. Well, God bless you. I never understood how people could be that guy. Yeah. Like, where you go out and you just act like an asshole and everybody at the bar is, like, aware of you. Yeah. You know. I, I was trying very hard to blend into the bar stool, but everybody For there sure. wanted to talk to me because it was my birthday. So sure. I got a drink from everybody at the bar. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't act like an idiot. We were outside, you know, smoking and bullshitting with people. Uh, at one point, my, my girlfriend at the time, who, again, I wasn't, you know, happy with, her brother came in and he's sitting four seats down from us. Yeah. And I, I was talking with Ross and Slim and the dude... Like peeks his head out and he's like, Hey, what's going on, man? You know, it's your brother. I'm like, Oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, and he like, We're ca- having a conversation, and Slim and Ross are talking, and he like goes behind, and he's like, Aren't you like, you know, like, too young? And I'm like, <laughs> You know, I did one of those, and he's like, yeah, I got you. And he, you know, he was there for like all of 20 minutes, and he bought me a drink again, you know what I mean? Uh, Ross and Slim. Slid a drink my way. They were talking, yeah, about some concoction, and they slid me a drink that was murky and red. Oh boy! And uh, <laughs> and they're like, "Here, drink this." And I'm like, "What is it?" And they're yeah. like, "Just drink it, dude." <laughs> and it was it was look. A, if you're given a free drink, yeah, that's drink that's you got. If the bartender gives you something for free. It's an experiment. They mm-hmm. want you to try it. You don't have to pay. Sure, so fucking drink it. Well, yeah. it was it was a it was a it was a goof on me, as it were. But it came in a triple shot glass. Oh my god! So it was this big mix of, and it was murky and red, and it was weird. And I took a <laughs> sip, and I, it didn't taste as bad. It just tasted odd, and it was very spicy. <laughs> Ooh, like it was like, and it wasn't like bad. It was vinegary and then spicy. Yeah, and then alcoholy, like burning alcoholy, and I'm like. Oh, oh, like, wow, what did you make me drink? And they're like, 151 in hot sauce. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, why did you make me do that? Right. Like, oh. But I, yeah, I faced terrible. it, you know. I remember I, uh, <laughs> we were out back smoking and me and Ross were shooting the shit and, uh, I flicked a cigarette yeah. and it bounced off of the wooden fence in the back on one side, bounced into another one and then ricocheted into a glass sitting on a table, a full beer glass. No. And I remember like I was drunk and I'm like, Oh, like, Oh, fucking King. What a shot. You know? Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, you know, like out on the back patio. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Oh, that was so cool. And this dude comes over to me. He's like, <laughs> he's like, dude, that was awesome. But that's my buddy's beer, and he's gonna be bad if he sees that. So go back inside, and I'll cover for you. (laughs) So I narrowly avoided an ass kicking. Uh, But yeah, we we left the bar like right before last call. It was like one thirty in the morning. Yeah, you know he took my stupid drunk ass to Taco Bell, Uh and at this point, it's important to note. 
I never really ate at Taco Bell. I never really had Taco Bell ever at this point, actually. Really? Never in my whole oh, life. You went that long without eating Taco I Bell? I never had a taco until I was, like, in my 20s. Are I you fucking what kidding me? It, it always sounded... It was one of those, like, picky when I was a kid, and it was one of those things that I never just... Well, I was, it. too. But like, It was, yeah, I just never, like, got over it. And I'm like, ah, I don't like tacos. I never had one. Chris, I need to tell you, this is the most alarming thing I've ever learned about you. <laughs> no. And we've been doing this for a no, while. It's true. It's true. It's, I, like, didn't yeah, have Mexican food. Yeah, like, you wind up this whole story with, like, you know, oh, yeah, I did a shot of 151 hot sauce. <laughs> I, I, I double-banked a cigarette into yeah. some dude's beer. Also, I've never had a taco at this point <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah, really? How does one bank that perfect cigarette flick before they've eaten sorry, a taco? Sorry, I don't Your know. life is out of order. I know, it's weird. It's really weird. But no, <laughs> he, he took me and I'm like, nah, I don't like Taco Bell. I don't like Taco Bell. Turns out, I just never had Taco Bell, and I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So he took me there, and he's I like, did the same thing with chicken for a he, long time. Right, yeah. yeah. No, it's, you gotta, it's just one of those things that you just gotta teach yourself to get over. And he took me there, and I'm like, I don't like Taco Bell. He's like, dude... Just trust me. He's like, I, I will order for you. And he got me a Crunchwrap Supreme. And it, it came out, and it was like that perfect two in the morning, hot. Like, they made it fresh just for oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I got, I got, a, a, it was the cheesy potato burrito, which is still part of my order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He got, I got the cheesy potato burrito and a Crunchwrap. And he ordered it for me, and we pulled into, this is a thing Ross and I used to do where we'd go real late at night. We'd park in uh, Fitch's parking lot and... Sit on the back of his car and smoke cigarettes and just talk. You know what I mean? Just shoot the yeah. shit. So we pulled back there and we're eating crunch wraps. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I, I remember I took the first bite of this thing and it was hot and it tasted good. I'm like, oh my god! It was like it was like a religious experience. But we're, we're sitting there, we're shooting the shit, and uh, I remember an officer, like a cop, pulled up. Again, Ross knows everybody in town, so like I'm like, I was freaking out. He's like, what are you freaking? This is also. Where I get my mentality from because I've had this happen to me and I've been on the other end. Yeah. He was like, right. What are you worried about? He's like, We're not doing anything wrong. <laughs> he's like, We're just, <laughs> you know, he's like, We're just standing out here. We're not, you know, we're not doing anything illegal. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah okay, you know. And he's like, He knew the cop and he's like, Ross, what's going on? He's like, Oh, it's my friend's 21st birthday. I just took him out. I'm, I'm driving him around. And like, so we stopped and talked with this cop for like an hour. This would scare the at, piss at out of me. At two in the morning. <laughs> at, you know what I mean? at the high school parking lot, you yeah. know? So, like, I, and now, whenever I'm in that position and somebody's like, oh, God, the cops are here, I'm like, okay. Like, when, like we're not doing it. You're not doing anything. Yeah. What do you care about, you know? Yeah. We're white. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're not after us. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, no, no, but also, like, that's kind of... Yeah, it's also that's at least a little true. But no, it, it was... Uh, Jesus. Yeah, it was, that was the first time I had a crunch wrap. That was like uh, one positive... I wouldn't say that was a drunk mistake, but it was. It was. A, I was very drunk. Well, Taco Bell's like, never I, the right choice. Yeah, but it is a satisfying choice often. I can. I can think in my college years of two things that were absolutely drunk mistakes, but they turned into positive. They they ended up being positive experiences, huh. but in retrospect, they were absolutely mistakes. <laughs> um, the first was when I, I had bio lab. Mm -hmm. um, you needed uh, for a for a, a liberal arts degree. My mind's in psychology. Yeah. Uh, you needed a uh, you needed a a like concrete science class with a lab. So I took biology. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, I'll learn about animals and cells and shit. Um, <laughs> the lab, the bio lab, was once a week. It was every Friday, and it was an hour and a half 
uh, uh, course where we learned about how uh, microorganisms interacted via making wine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we I had, did one of those. We had uh, white wine must. Yeah. Um, the, the, you know, the juice that, that, that is squeezed from grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, we added yeast. We, we documented everything, the specific gravity, the bacteria interacting with their, not the bacteria, the yeast, you know, eating the sugars in the wine and converting it to alcohol. We documented everything. Yeah. Uh, 50% of your grade was turning the notebook in at the end of the semester. I remember uh, the, that. Uh, the other 50% was showing up. Uh-huh. And um, an extra 20% was for drinking nasty lab wine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It actually wasn't bad. Um, we did, we did, of course, get to take some home. Yeah. Um, and so he's, he, he told us, you know, we're going to have a lot. This is, you know, it's it's like this gigantic fucking, yeah. you know, glass vat. It's like, you know, you you could fit a small child. You could fit several small children. <laughs> and I did. And we tried. <laughs> God the bless most, us, we tried. The most we did was three. <laughs> we had to take them out before it spoiled the wine. Right. <laughs> but um, the drunkest kids I've ever seen, I'll tell you what. But, uh, but, um, so he said, you know, bring, bring two, bring three bottles even if you want to fill it up. So, oh so, everyone, so everyone showed up, everyone showed up and, and, you know, they, they had, uh, you know, they had their, their own wine bottles, you know, just empty wine bottles from home. Yeah. Um, one, maybe two. And, but see, I was clever. Okay. What I did was I, I got a two liter of Sprite from the convenience store. I drank it all the night before Came in with this empty two-liter bottle, filled it up with wine. Yeah. <laughs> this was my first class in the morning, mind you. No, um, no. I was oh, I was yeah. done at I was done at like something like ten. <laughs> so so it was just our finale class. So I, I I think I was done even earlier than that. So it was like nine thirty. I had this big two-liter bottle of of it's white wine. So for all intents and purposes, it's it, it looks like Sprite. Yeah. It looks for all the world like I'm just drinking Sprite. <laughs> This was one of the best days of my college career, was just walking around, end of the semester, I've got like two finals done, two aren't till next week, I've just passed my, my bio lab class, so I walked, I walked around from class to class, sipping on this fucking uh, two liter of white wine, just cleverly disguised as Sprite. The only person who actually ever commented anything on it was this was this uh was this girl i used to i sat next to in uh uh i was taking a a forensic chemistry course for some credit or another and uh and she like she like keeps looking at me and and i'm i'm just like i'm just like sitting there you know paying attention just doodling in my notebook and and she's like she's like are you drunk and i'm like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that reaction. Just yeah. yeah. Like what? What did I care? Like I, I you know, it was a good semester. I, I'm passing all my classes. I, I'm going to spend the day walking around, get day drunk. On yeah, campus. sure. Hell yeah. That was my entire college career, um, by the way. Yeah. You know, in, re- in retrospect, maybe a bad decision because it could have turned out badly. Yeah. yeah. But fuck it was whatever. a success, so fuck it. Um, <laughs> the other one was when I, I passed my capstone class uh, full of gin. Um, what it, what happened was we we did a uh, we did a presentation um, uh, for anyone who, who 
who hasn't listened to the previous 19 episodes of the show. Yeah. Newsflash, I really like video games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really big into this whole video gaming craze that the youth are it's, <laughs> it's sweeping the nation. You know, the kids are doing it with the yeah. clicking and the beeping and the starting and the pausing and the... And the... <laughs> so, so the girl I was paired with, she actually, she liked video games too, and so we, we, we decided, <clears throat> let's, let's do our final capstone presentation. This was we had to present like a 20 page research paper and do a presentation in front of the class yeah. about the thesis we had come up with. And, and the thesis was, uh, the thesis was, you know, here's, here's a collection of all the known evidence and research that's been done on what video games do to the brain. Yeah. And here's why we think that it isn't negative. Here's, yeah. here's why we think, you know, Media sensationalism, blah 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 blah. So it's like a data-driven approach, as opposed to like the sort of media crazy yeah, craziness it, about it, games. It was it was it was mostly a thesis on the current state of research into this this developing medium. Okay. Um, which and it was solid. We we lucked out, I, I think, a little bit because our our professor also really liked to play video games. Yeah. Uh, so it, it grabbed her interest right away. Um, but the day of the presentation, uh, I didn't have a class between my first class and the capstone, so I went and had, I think, six or seven gin and tonics. Yep. That was the drink of choice at Inner Circle. It was. Gin, it was. gin and tonic and MGD. I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't had a good gin and tonic in a while. No, that was um, the best. I've never had a better one than at that bar. They were always good. Super good. Uh, not too dry, not too fruity. Yep. Um, and so I show up. And and I you know I sit next to my partner and she's like all right are you ready and I think I, I said yeah I, I I think so full disclosure I've had a bit to drink <laughs> but I think we're gonna be okay and she's like oh okay <laughs> you so, opened with that I. I yeah, I mean, I, I mean, not not in front of the class. Yeah, right. No, no, full just, disclosure. Just to her. I've had a bit of drink. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say exactly. Who did you say this? No, so I'm like. <laughs> no, so I like. I get up in in front of the class with her, and and uh, we call it the PowerPoint. And I'm I'm like you know I'm st I'm still like I, it's all up in the head. Like yeah. I can feel the pressure up in my head, and so I just go. Video games. Yeah. They're an emergent medium, and we still don't know too much about them despite all our psychological knowledge. And just killed, killed it. it. Yeah, I <laughs> fucking killed it. Yeah. Me and her, me and her, we just both we just launched right in. She like gives you a little fist bump underneath. Like, <laughs> yeah, just professional as hell. We got an A on our on our presentation. Great. Nice. I, I passed that course with an A. While full of gin. Mm. While full of gin. I, <laughs> Somehow the fact that it's gin makes it even funnier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, we, we killed it. We mm. fucking killed it. That's Great. awesome. Great. I don't know if I ever went to class drunk. Oh. Which is weird, because I had Dude. so many opportunities. All the time. Come all on. Time. All the time. No, because I really didn't time. do the bar thing in between classes. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I, I did before. Oh, you remember? You remember uh, as, as soon as I, I would schedule my classes around... Uh, 11.30 is when it opened. Yeah, Every 11.30, yeah. yeah. I always tried to there. leave lunchtime open, but I was generally I was genuinely yeah, no, eating Drew lunch. Drew and I many times waited at 11.15 to get into Inner Circle <laughs> at 11.30 and drink beer. Yeah. 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 That was one of those, like, people would go in and out all day and we'd have the same table for six hours. Wow, yeah. yeah. I remember I remember one time I went to this same forensic chemistry class. The teacher uh, the teacher was was just the definition of Spurg Lord. Yeah. <laughs> he was so he was so like you remember Ben Stein's character in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Bueller. Imagine imagine that except he's also an asshole. Okay. Um, 
So there was one day where I had I, I decided to skip to my classes before chemistry because there was this girl, not the same girl that from the other story, but but this other girl who who I was I I was making real good friends with, and we decided to stay there for a good four or five hours, get drunk, and play the entire Big Lebowski soundtrack on the jukebox. <laughs> And that was that was That's a great idea. That was a <laughs> really good. That was a damn fine day well spent. I went to that chemistry class. Uh, didn't learn a damn thing. He just talked about the same thing he had talked about the day before. <laughs> and and uh, that I feel like was in retrospect was not a mistake. Yeah, that class sucked. But the other the other two I think I think could have easily turned out as mistakes. Yeah, right. I um, think you lucked out big sure, time. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well that's college is lucking out big time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's exactly where your luck stops, by the way. Right, right. All the luck you're gonna have is gone. No, is gone, gone after you gotta, you, gotta make, you gotta make your own luck now. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we should probably. We should. I was just gonna say we're we're coming up on almost two hours. Okay, so no, that's right. No, that's that's good. That's actually shorter than I thought. So. I want to thank Gable because yeah, this, this is a really yes. good time. I was gonna say I have a lot of other like I, I yeah you're we're talking not done about with this. you're talking about inner circle. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, the time Drew rescued me from Inner Circle. From uh, uh, um, yeah, you know what? We're, we'll yeah. come back to this. Maybe uh, I think we should do this one. We haven't gone back to any topics yet, we, even we, though we've said we, we should. Could. Maybe uh, maybe when I come around hosting again, maybe we'll do a part two to this. That would be actually a lot of fun. Uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe yeah. my next hosting gig in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah. we'll come back to that. So remind me when we get to that point. Sure thing. And uh, maybe we'll uh, resume where we left off because this will be part one. Right. I think sure. it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. We we have enough for three episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, easy, easy, <laughs> easy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we'll be back in a little bit. Uh, we're going to get into recommendations and then what we learned. So, all right. Thank you for listening. All right. We'll be back in a minute. What follows is an original phonograph recording of the original 19 crimes by which a citizen of the crown could be punished by transportation to the then unknown continent of Australia. This is a King's Public Service phonograph distributed for your knowledge and information. 19 crimes denominated single felonies punishable by transportation to the savage and barbaric continent of Australia. Whipping, imprisonment, the pillory, and odd labor in houses of correction according to the nature of the offense. The principle of which are the following. Number one, grand larceny, theft above the value of one shilling. Number two, petty larceny, theft under one shilling. Number three, buying or receiving stolen goods, jewels, and plates. Number four, stealing lead, iron, or copper, or buying or receiving. Number five, impersonating an Egyptian. With my <laughs> Number six, stealing from furnished lodgings. <laughs> Number seven, setting fire to Underwood. <laughs> the poor town has been through enough. Number eight, stealing letters, advancing the postage, and secreting the money. <laughs> Number nine. Assault with an intent to rob. That's rob with a capital R. <laughs> For all you robots out there. 
I, I, I never intended to be anyone but dirt. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten, stealing fish from a pond or river. Oh, Believe like it or it. not, you'll get shipped all the way to Australia for this. Isn't, isn't that just fishing? <laughs> this is what we call fishing, right? <laughs> Number eleven, stealing roots, trees, or plants, or destroying them. Number twelve, bigamy. <laughs> Number thirteen. <laughs> Number thirteen. Assaulting, cutting, or burning clothes. I, I, cut, I cut my hand off the other day. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. I'm so sorry. Number fourteen. Counterfeiting the copper coin. Number fifteen. Clandestine marriage. I love clams. <laughs> Number 16, stealing a shroud out of a grave. Yeah, Number 17, watermen carrying too many passengers on the Thames, if any, drowned. <laughs> what? Number 18, Incorrigible rogues who broke out of prison and persons reprieved from capital punishment. I'm sorry, can you repeat that word, please? <laughs> Incorrigible rogues who broke out of prison and persons reprieved from capital punishment. Oh, thanks. That was much clearer. I really appreciate that. <laughs> and number 19, imbuing naval stores in certain cases. We thank you for your time. God save the king. God save the king. Don't pester the Buckingham guards. What silly five shillings for a hat? Take a stroke of me knob, Governor. <laughs> oh, that's the dog. <laughs> what? Oh. oh, he's like playing with something. I don't yeah. know. It's like Stingray. I wonder if he's eating that half a pen. That Either that or he just, yeah, it might be. Either that or he's farting. He's probably <laughs> farting. He might be farting because I keep hearing this like. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the dog. Oh, these floors are so uncomfortable, but I've got to be around humans. Yeah. Oh, he looks so silly down there. I know he does. I try to ignore him when we do this, so yeah. he just doesn't bother us. Yeah, it's worked, except for a couple times. So. Yeah, you, you guys don't know this dog, but he doesn't lay down like a normal dog. Like, like where a normal dog would like put his hind legs out behind him and just kind of like rest on his arms and yeah. keep his head up. He's got the bony rib meat this <laughs> straight down on the I know, this, right? This jerk ass. Just, yeah, he, he's like, his hands are like splayed out to the sides of his head. His chin is resting on the floor. He looks more like a carp than a dog. Yeah, he dog. does. Like he's bottom feeding. He's like a dead fish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Well, I sure hope he's not dead. Yeah. He's yeah. not really moving. Hey boy, are you dead? No. That's a relief. Fuck. All right. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> oh, it's a relief. He yeah. says. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there's a gnat on the ceiling. I so want to smack it. Smack it. I'm gonna smack it. Don't be a pussy. Come yeah. on. Smack. Smack my gnat up. I got this. Hold on. Yeah! Oh! God, you got him. Oh, yeah, I did. Nice. Shit. That is Brutal. one dead gnat. Woo! Fatality. Get the hell away from my beer, you son of a bitch. <laughs> ah, okay, so we're back. We're back, everybody. Yes. Um, 
Well, uh, I guess we need to get into uh, recommendations for this week. Yes, we sure uh, do. This week we're going to start with... No, we're not. Dave. All right, we are. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got to psych me out again. Nope, nope. I have some good ones. I actually have a... What, that was, that was me. That? That, was okay. me. that was me. That was me. I'm uh, sorry. You sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm fidgeting. <laughs> Stop fidgeting. You guys both with your fidgets. Fuck you. I have, I'm, I'm autistic. That means it's illegal to make fun of me. <laughs> Uh, yes, because we never did Mr. Autism. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Autism. Because <laughs> that never happened. Yeah. Because that never happened. Because that never happened. Oh. I, I have a recommendation for you guys. It is something that I bet slipped under your radar. Okay. Because it certainly slipped under mine. Um, <clears throat> this is a new Netflix original series. Okay. I didn't really see it advertised. I think I saw it pop up in some of the new features. But I didn't see it really anywhere. And you're, of course, talking about Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Schneider Rob. is Rob Schneider. And That's he's it. about to find out that Rob Schneider is a fucking loser. <laughs> Wacky antics like farting in the bed. <laughs> By the way, we're not joking. Rob Schneider has his own Netflix show. Yep, it's called for Real some, Rob. For some reason. You know what? Honestly, I'm going to end up watching the first episode. It, 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 it looks so bad. It so doesn't bad. look good. It looks so bad. But it look, looks so bad. Because Rob Schneider looks so bad. <laughs> I know, but if I'm gonna shit on it as much let's, as I know I want to, okay. Well, let's let's try an episode. Tonight. Yeah, let's yeah. pick one, one episode. We'll Wait, we should we should watch one episode let's, and see how far we get. Yeah, um, but no, Go this on. this one. It's a documentary series called American Vandal. Does mm. this ring a bell to you at all? No, I never heard of it. It's actually not a documentary. I thought it was. It's a mockumentary. Okay. Which I didn't know from the initial <laughs> branding materials. Let me set the stage for you. That's the best. Because this is, it's amazing to me. It's an eight episode series. Um, each episode is about half an hour. Sure. The setup. One day in 2016, at a high school in California... Students all walk out of the building to see 27 dicks painted on 27 cars in the school parking lot. In a row? In a row! <laughs> Seriously, 27 bright red dicks spray painted on cars. And a student is accused and expelled for doing this. One young student documentarian sets out to prove his innocence in a full-form Netflix-created documentary series. It has all the hallmarks of making a murderer. Oh my of, god! Of like the you know, like the that serious documentaries. Brilliant! Is fantastic. First of all, I can't tell you how many times they unironically say dicks. Like, when they're talking about this thing seriously, I mean, like, we spoke to the principal, and he's fairly certain that the only person who could have spray-painted the dicks was what's-his-name or whatever. Like, they always say dicks. They, they're not even just, like, hesitantly going, these phallic-type objects. They say dicks it's just without always hesitation dicks. every time. It's so funny. It is approached with such seriousness. I have never seen someone stick to a premise like glue like this and treat it so seriously. That's funny. It's so great. Um, without spoiling anything, let me give you an idea of the kind of investigation they do. Very early in the show, it pops up. Wait a minute. It was right under our noses the whole time. Look, the ball hairs. 
there's no ball hairs on these dicks. <laughs> Every time this kid drew dicks on the whiteboard, there were always ball hairs. He always drew the ball hairs. <laughs> Where are the ball hairs? I mean, like, it's so... They, they treat it like it's an actual crime series. Oh, my God. Uh, the kid documentarian, the role of the kid documentarian, he's just... Uh, he, he plays it perfectly. CSI Special Dictums Unit. <laughs> It's, it's amazing. Basically, he maintains that he's not out really to prove the kid's innocence. He's out to find the truth. And it takes eight episodes to get across the course of this investigation. It's I, I kept going back and forth whether it was good or not, but it kept impressing me with all the tropes of, like, docu-series that it would bring in. Sure. Like, big, fancy graphics reenacting the scene of the crime with silhouetted anonymous witnesses. <laughs> yeah. Voice-changed, blurry faces. And I don't want to go on record, but this is what happened. You know, like, like they did, like, re they did a very good job of playing out all of those docu-series tropes. Very, very sincerely. That's it. American Vandal. American Vandal. I am going to watch this. I think it's I, it's okay. a little bit long for what it is. I don't care. I'm going to watch all of it. <laughs> it's it's worth a watch. In fact, I'd like to just show you the trailer later uh, tonight. But uh, it's a, I think it's worth watching. So put that one in your short list. If you like true crime documentaries and you like mockumentaries, you are going to love this one. Nice. Yeah. I think it's – I finally came down on the side of it's impressive. It's just very impressive how cleanly they stuck to that. Nice. So anyway, that does it for me. That's – that's fucking. Also watch Big Mouth, but that's a throwaway. Yeah. Also watch Big Mouth. It's not bad. Really, I've I've heard I've heard mixed things. I felt mixed things, but it's overall on the balance of it, it's not bad. Huh. Yeah, you don't have to watch it, but if you're looking for something one night, Big Mouth ain't bad. Um, <laughs> Rex. So I've, I've got a couple. Um, I I, I would like to uh, reiterate because I I only just beat it last weekend. I took me a sorry. <laughs> <laughs> seconds longer than Whenever Eddie Van Halen's solo comes up in that in that um, thing, I always because there's that knocking sound. I always yeah. like to imagine it's just like I always picture some little old lady sitting in her house and there's a knock at the door. She opens it up. <laughs> it's, Eddie. it's Eddie Van Halen rocking the solo out of her front seat. <laughs> For no, for no reason. She's like, Eddie, oh, what a polite young man. <laughs> Make love to me, Eddie Van Halen, please. <laughs> wow. Um, I would like to reiterate, uh, since I've finally beaten the game, yeah. uh, my previous rec recommendation for Psychonauts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I finally beat it. Great game. We've Fan given this game a lot of time on this show. Yeah, it yeah. deserves it's every worth it. Yeah. Fantastic Tim game. Schaefer remaster that game. Um, yeah, uh, uh, from beginning to end, it was it was delightful. It was it was unexpectedly dark in places. Um, the fucking the the fire. Yeah. Monster in the cage. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil too much, but like, fuck that. Heavy. Yeah. Fuck that so much. <laughs> um, uh, I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. <laughs> the milkman level had me cracking up for days. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I've seen I'm enough of this. Crew. This is my stop sign. Our backs are killing us. <laughs> I've seen enough of this uh, campaign on uh, or the, this, this mission on YouTube to yeah. know I would really love playing it. Um, the the, uh, the the Napoleon strategy game yeah. was also a, a, a big favorite of mine. Very very funny. They do not make a bad game, do they? No. Double fine. No, no, they no. don't make a bad. They game. don't make a bad game. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They Much don't. like Rockstar, they, they do not make a bad don't game. Make a man. They don't make a bad Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so to continue, um, uh, I would I would like to recommend. Um, I, I believe a couple episodes ago, I, rec- I recommended um, uh, most deaf and Hakim Talib Kuali's. Yeah. Our Black, Black Star. Star. Yeah, mm-hmm. I recommended that. I would like to recommend uh, what you followed up with that night, which is Most Def's Black on Both Sides. That is an excellent, excellent album. Groovy yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it's everything I love about West Coast hip hop. Yeah, nice. Um, there's a there's a um, the the second the penultimate track on that is a song called Mathematics, and it's two of the yeah. most complicated rap verses I've ever heard. Put down. I mean, they're incredible. Nice. <laughs> I, I mean, they're really good, really well constructed. I mean, so you listen to it then, and, and you're double recommending it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm recommending. Well, Black Star. And then black on both sides. I'm double recommending Black Star and Psychonauts, and I'm for the first time recommending Black on Both Sides. Oh, okay. Steph. Yeah, um, great album. Fan fucking tastic. Um, and my final recommendation for the evening. Uh, go to the hockey, uh, the hockey hall of fame, the rock and roll hall of fame, <laughs> my friends, the rock and roll hall of fame in the Cleveland, rock and Ohio. Hall of fame. Go there, just go. It's super cool. Yeah, especially if you're here. Yeah, it's people special. don't really have a great excuse not to see that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 great. It, it goes into to all the detail you could ever want. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps you know me, a, you know, musical plebeian, uh, figure out the you know. There, there are these little booths where you can pick a a, uh, a famous rock group or, or musician. I pick the Doors, of course, because find their influences. Find their influences, right? Oh, and so, so they it, chart it. Yeah, yeah, and and you can listen to samples of their influences, and it, it just like it clicks. Yeah, like I really, I feel like really for the first ta- uh, for the first time, I really now understand the kind of influence that the blues have had oh, on rock and roll enormous, for, yeah. the, for like for the first time and it's it's so obvious now like i should have like it should have clicked for me before but what i'm still mystified uh, about and i guess this i guess this is more just just a natural evolution just a changing of the times but uh, 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 more melodic sort uh, sort of melodic or maybe even amelodic uh, like heavy metal, yeah. Um, you've you've got the grand symphonic kind of heavy metal, and then you've got like the you know the the wall of bass, right? <laughs> the yeah. Primal. Uh, yeah, and I and I assume that that comes at least a little bit from the dawn of punk. Yeah. And from sure. from uh, uh, certainly from British influence on on the state of rock in this country. They're but, invariably intertwined, you know. Yeah. Um, but it, it's strange to hear something. Something as 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 de- uh, not dependent on format. Well, maybe uh, as the blues, because because you know it's all, it, it's certainly very structured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes back <laughs> to the root. Yeah, you know that's 
it, that's the form of blues music and something about know. blues. It, it is it is very very defined by structure. Four on the floor roundabout kind yeah. of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like where you know something like jazz or prog is mm-hmm. in wild time and right a lot um, looser. Yeah yeah. So so I I'm interested in seeing how how uh, how like metal and and punk kind of diverged from that yeah. uh, versus like the more the more classical sounding stuff uh, you know Springsteen Tom Petty sure, sure. stuff like that um, but yeah it, it's super educational it's it's one of the first things I saw going in there was Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar mm-hmm. and looking at how much it's been used worn it's <laughs> very worn it's like 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 it, it's it's one thing to like see him and hear him play, but to see the toll it takes yeah, on, on his instrument, yeah, it's so is cool. another thing entirely. That's that's the look, man. When you play, especially something like a Strat, that's so clearly symbolic of of that that kind of music. When you see, I, I you every guitar player wants the worn fretboard look, yeah, where the the top layer of, of gloss is worn off of the guitar, and you're actually digging into the wood of the fretboard. Yeah, and that's and that's rock, really. It doesn't yeah. need to look pretty. It just gotta sound good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's better when it doesn't look pretty. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the thing. It's even better when it doesn't look pretty. Right. It's even exactly. better when it's grimy and yeah. and and when it when it when it uh, rails against culture. Sure. You know, yeah. When it rails right. against propriety. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. There there is really no if you're a, uh, even a mild music fan and you, you, you have no excuse in this area to not really go and and see it it's because it's really something that should be seen if you have the ability it's not expensive to get in absolutely uh, you know it's it's worth a visit and i i mentioned to you guys too uh uh this previous week when we weren't here uh uh tom petty passed away and, yeah and when i yeah, when i went worth noting all throughout the atrium tom petty music playing yeah. just Oh, exclusively Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. 20, 2017 is finishing off what 20 and f- 2015 and 2016 started. And yeah. We are officially Ugh. harboring in the era of, uh, in mass, those those like artists that changed the soundscape of mm-hmm. rock music. They're starting, you know... Well, you could really say that a lot of... I, I kind of think that a huge number of legends were born at the same time. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and then totally. we went through a, a kind of, not like a dark ages exactly, but we went, we went through a, a very <laughs> long time of expendable music. Yeah, sure. I, I, sure. The I, 80s. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the, by and large. Even, even, wonders. Even, yeah. A lot of the 90s too. A lot of, I mean, really, yeah, I don't sure. think that since the 60s and 70s, we've had the kind that of creative explosion. Of, yeah. Yes. It'll come back. I, 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 think, I think, though, that, that the course rock is going now it's always been reflective of the time it's been sure. composed in, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of a lot of the stuff coming out now, like the you know indie rock, is, is very, it's very sad. It's very it's very yeah. um, it's very down, mm-hmm. um, and I, I think that's I think that's where rock is going now. I think that's very indicative of of mm-hmm. our times, you know. Yeah. Well, plus music was like a significant. It meant something at a t- at a time. Music was, I mean, the fact that protest music was a thing, yeah, oh, um, yeah. in a, in a big way, and then didn't achieve that kind of importance maybe ever again. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, no, since, you, since the sixties and seventies. Right. Joan Baez just got inducted this yeah, year. Yes, she did. And yeah, I, she and did. I, if if there's any one woman from history that I could fall in love with, it would probably it would be, be Joan. Joan Baez. Just like mm-hmm. Dylan did. And it's important to note, if you know anything about music, that we wouldn't have Dylan if it wasn't for Joan Baez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dylan probably, aside from, except maybe the Beatles, yeah. the most influential musical artist yeah. ever. Yeah. Ever. You know what I mean? 
and it speaks volumes that he influenced the Beatles. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And without Joan Baez, you wouldn't have Dylan. Dylan was made famous mm. by Joan Baez. Yeah. So it's it's really tremendously important to think back. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't have some of those beautiful songs without you know somebody behind the curtain. Yeah. That's how I'm happy to see her get her due. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I, I was out of all the names like inducted this year were yes, ELO, Tupac. Tupac. Yeah. Out of all the names on that list, I was most surprised to see Joan Baez only got inducted this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and that's the thing. There, and I see a lot of arguments online because there's a lot of like, I can't believe this artist isn't in. Well, yeah, you know what? There's a lot of really great artists to choose from. <laughs> and spoiler alert, it's really fucking hard to narrow that down. Yeah. And so you have a lot of yeah. like. Huge glaring omissions that you you know. Yeah. There's some that are like, oh come on already, you know. But there's others that are like, yeah, you know. It's I can see why. It's we'll see. It's like there's a difference between influencing the culture of rock and and kind of riding the tide. Yeah. And so as like on the on the drive home, I remember I was thinking about Boston. Like like that's one of I can't think of a bad song on that album. Boston, yeah, the Boston's first one, yeah. first album, yeah. But then I, I thought like, well, did they really do anything revolutionary? Or were they just kind of riding on the current that was already uh, happening? No, not really. They were certainly great, but it was you know oh, yeah, it was, no, it was they were they were undeniably 70s amazing. cock rock, you know, it was that, <laughs> that like a big arena, yeah. kind of like half proggy in the era of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and yes, right. and, yeah, yeah, same reason like like Warrant isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah. right, uh, Skid Row. Mm-hmm. Being a talented musician or creating really great music are not the only reasons to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Sure, you gotta you gotta influence the culture. You gotta yeah. influence Correct. the. the yeah. You have to be moving the ball forward, right? Um, and that's that. It takes more than just making good music to do that. You, know, you really have to have yeah. people want to be you on some some level and learn from you. And this is you know, again, I, I'm a musical plebe. I, I haven't really listened to. Uh, uh, some of the older ones, like Beach Boys or Bill Haley and his comments, oh, yeah. uh, both of which are Hall of Fame inductees. Listen to. Dude, just I, I'll give you a personal recommendation. You want to dig into the Beach Boys? Pick up an album called Pet Sounds. Oh Pet yeah, sounds. because except okay. except for and then when you're listening to Pet Sounds, throw the song Good Vibrations onto the end of it because it belongs on that album and it's not mm. for some reason. Is it Vegetables on Pet Sounds? Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite yeah. weirdos. I remember yeah. Vegetables. It's such a weird yeah. fucking yeah. song. No, you showed that to us. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Except for Sergeant Pepper. Mm-hmm. Pet Sounds is probably the greatest album ever composed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wow! I mean, it deserves all as far as like in terms of musical like uh, uh, creating mm-hmm. something that was influential in music. Yeah, and that's all Brian Wilson. You know, mm-hmm. as much yeah. of, as much of a prick as he <laughs> as he as he became yeah. in his adult, you know, in his life. He also had. It's worth <laughs> noting. I'm calling him a prick. He had a very fucked up life. He yeah, had a very fucked up life. Yeah. So it's kind of noteworthy yeah. that it's it's okay for him to be a prick. Michael Jackson too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really. For that. Truly. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrible. I think. Yeah. I think the thing is, I've I've kind of steered away from those those kinds of bands like Beach Boys, Bill Haley. Don't, um, don't just, discredit them. Like like that. Buddy Holly, mostly because. I haven't previously understood why they're so influential. Yeah. I, I keep thinking of them as like the white bread, no. you know, 50s. And, no, and but that's the thing is, contextually, back then right. that was fucking music. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. You, like think about the alternative. It's that's like so crooners on the radio yeah, sure. singing very serious. Yeah. These guys were swinging their dicks yeah. and people were looking at their dicks. Yes. I was, yes. <laughs> this is what I was telling Aubrey on the drive home too. I was like, you know, 
if if this was like the 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 controversial music of the day, what what kind of vanilla shit was everyone yeah, listening sure. to in the in 1962? Bobby, Bobby yeah. V. Hey, right, right. Anything you could dance to was taboo because yeah. dancing looked like fucking. Right. Like yeah. it's so it's hard true. to appreciate that now. It's and that so wasn't hard that long ago. That. It was 60 years ago. I know. It's not that long, it's not that long ago. But, but you can't really dance to jazz, can you? And that was controversial, too. Sure. Yeah, that, that was controversial. Because it was black people. Because it was black people, right? Black people. Right. Yeah. No, uh, it's, it's so... It's, it's, it's a revelation yeah. to me now. Personal like, recommendation. Listen to Pet Sounds, and then on the end of that album... Tack on the song "Good Vibrations" because it's. I can do that in Spotify. I can make yeah, a playlist sure. of pet sounds it's, it's, and then tack on the song. Yeah, it is yeah. probably one of the most. It deserves all the credit it gets. Sure, it's, it's a, really it's a very good album. Very yeah. good. I still today holds up. Uh, well, I'm going to let you guys kind of pick because I, I am going to do an album. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you guys kind of pick the era because I have. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple albums that I have in mind. You can either do a uh, early metal album. Hmm. You can do a 60s psychedelic era album, or you could pick a rap album. And I'm going to let you guys vote. If you know me, you know which one I'm going to pick. <laughs> I, well, I'm kind of leaning towards psychedelic, but I don't know. Yep. You want to go yeah. psychedelic? <laughs> so uh, I have so many albums that I, I would love to recommend on the show, and it's just going to be hard to do them all. Yeah. Uh, this is one that I listened to uh, several times over again a couple weeks ago, uh, and it is The Doors. Mm. It's the second Doors album. Called Strange Days. Oh yeah. Um, so if if you've ever seen, this is another thing I hate about modern music is the album cover is dying. Yeah. Which is really sad to me. This was well, another thing when I was a, when I was covers, at the Rock Hall of Fame. They're works of art in and of themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. They have a whole exhibit about the Summer of Love, mm -hmm. and those album covers are, are just ridiculous. Disraeli yeah. Gears by Cream, the big pink album cover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sgt. Pepper. Yeah. Even, like, the White Album. You know, like, those and are iconic. The real know? tragedy of this is that now, when you see an album cover, the context you see it in mm -hmm. is a thumbnail about an inch sure. square in the corner Which of the Which is why, like, like I, yeah. I recommended Kendrick Lamar's Damn not yeah. that long ago. That's a fucking cool album cover. Like, and yeah, I'm gonna buy it, it on wax. Yeah. They have it on Damn wax. Damn, it's written like so yeah. big on the front of it. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm a big fan of, of artists who still appreciate that. You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. So, uh, uh, if you know anything, the Concords. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Album covers Their are album so covers important. Are They're so cool. But um, yeah, it's the Doors' second album, Strange Days. It's the one on the front cover where it's it's like the circus in the streets of of L.A. and it's. Like the juggler out yeah. front, you know what yeah. I mean? It's this. It's look up, look it up if you've never seen it. It's a really cool album cover, and there's some killer songs on that on that album. Strange Days, um, uh, People Are Strange, which I'm sure yeah, everybody yeah, has yeah, heard yeah. at this point. Um, and the closer to that album, uh, the, the Doors were kind of fond of putting like a big long soundscape at the end. Of their records, yeah. the closer of that album is a song called "When the Music's Over," and it's like yeah. eleven minutes long, and it's just this. It's the nobody sounds like the Doors. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, there, there's you 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 can certainly tell their influences. Yeah, but nobody since. And nobody ever before like ever. Yeah. They were they were exactly the right band for their time and place. Mm -hmm. I always they thought fit right in. if there was there, fit there's, right in there. there's there's two bands that that Here we you, go quoting again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's two bands that you can't classify musically like into a genre. One of them yeah. is Primus. 
I think. Yeah. The other one is the Doors. There's no classification for what the Doors play. Yeah. Carnival acid jazz, postmodern <laughs> blues psychedelic rock funk. Yeah, I, I mean you can't. It's, there's no. There's yeah. no way to describe what what the Doors did musically. It's wild music. Yeah. Progressive blues. Yeah. Rock. Right. There's no. There's no. There's no description. And it's uh, the Doors are Jim Morrison singing vocals, sometimes plays harmonica. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Robbie Krieger on the guitar on a weird, like a weird guitar player. Yeah. Like weird <laughs> half slide, weird kind of whiny. Uh, John Densmore on the drums, their old school rhythm and blues, and then Ray Manzarek. Yeah. Keeping, no bass. Is yeah. Ray Manzarek keeping. The rhythm on That's the keys. Right. That is, yeah, that is to me, he's pace. To me, he's, he, he, honestly, he's like 50% of the doors. Oh, space. absolutely. One of, I mean, it, just him by himself mm. is so responsible yeah, more, for what becomes their sound. Almost more than Morrison. I, mean, I think so. I mean, just like... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, it's, the, it's, it's poetry on the instruments and poetry in the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. It's, it's all this... It's... It's it's far out. <laughs> you really have to stretch your brain to kind of grasp yeah. the lyrics. And yeah. it's er it's everything musically and lyrically. And like I'm just thinking of that song. You know, when the music's over, and it when the music's over is, well, I, I you know I'm fairly confident that that's an analogy for death. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. In a very deep way. I'm thinking of like there's a line in the song that's. That's one of those things you can always sing about as long as your metaphor is quite sure. enough. Great well, okay. sky, yeah. scary to heaven. Right. Okay. Uh, cancel my subscription to the resurrection. Send my credentials yeah. to the house of detention. I got some friends inside. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, ah, I just, like, that's so, that's such clever poetic writing. Yeah. And it's just, oh. I have a huge respect for when, when, you know, uh, bands take their lyrics seriously yeah. and really and write he poetry. He very, he very, yeah. He very Jim Morrison was, he was, was kind of a poet uh, first. Mm. Jim Morrison was a step above. He really yeah. was. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pick up that. Just listen to it. You know, if you can. Buy it. It's worth a buy. It's one nice. of the most important albums ever made. I'll pick mm. that up on uh, or listen to it on Google Play. Oh, dude, very good, very yeah. good album, very good. Uh, I have two side recommendations quickly before we get into um, whoops, ta uh, what we learned. Uh, one is uh, our, our co-host. Uh, Dave Dragowski over here mm -hmm. does a podcast with a uh, friend of the show, oh, guest yeah. on the show, Christy Davenport. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Goose Chase podcast. I'm a little behind, but I'm, I, I finished the first episode. Nice. Where I'm, I'm going to start going into it. So okay. Check out Goose Chase. They send each other on a wild internet goose chase every week <laughs> to learn more about something that they don't know as much as they would like to know about. We we have had some uh, we have had some real fun doing this. Yeah, and we have learned. It's a, lot. a cool concept. It's a yeah. real cool concept. Yeah. The title's good. It's on Google Play. It's on iTunes, just like we are now, too. Like we can reiterate that. Yeah, we are now We're available on iTunes, Woo! Google yeah. Play, Stitcher. Yeah. Uh, which, those three put you in... Everything. The, in basically everything, everything else. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. check out Goose Chase. That's a cool good. one. Uh, the second, the final quick snippet recommendation I'm going to make is another podcast. And in particular, it's an episode of one of my favorite podcasts, mm. uh, which was one that Dave Dragowski was, had recommended to me years ago that I never listened to. <laughs> uh, that you have a t-shirt for that I yes. desperately want. This is how seriously we take our recommendations. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, but I, I never listened to it, and then I just tried one day, and I got into it, and I yeah. hopped in the middle, and I just kind of fell in love with this cast of characters that does this. Yeah, uh, it's uh, the Long Shot Podcast. Yes, uh, I believe we may have even loosely, outside of recommendations, mentioned them on the show. They oh, are yeah. very, very sure, good. sure. Um, 
the original format was comedian Sean Conroy, uh, a former student of his, Amber Kenny, who was young young when the podcast started. Mm-hmm. Um, a comedy a host a host used to be the uh, the booker at uh, the world famous Hollywood Improv, mm-hmm. Jamie Flam. Uh, and then uh, well-known, curmudgeonly struggling forever <laughs> comedian Eddie Pepitone. Yeah, Eddie Pepit one. Yeah, Pepit one. Pepit one. The, the the weird mix of these personalities. Uh, Pepitone left the show <laughs> later yeah. and was replaced by another uh, comedian TV producer, um, Joe Wagner. Yeah, uh, he's currently doing the show. He was but a friend of the show for a very very long, long time, time. Yeah, and frequent guest. most guest hosts. Yeah, and he made a very natural. Yeah, natural replacement. Yeah, uh, so the episode I'm going to recommend is in the fourth season. Um, it's my it's it's my go to on Christmas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. It's, it's an episode. It's an episode called Chucky's Christmas, <laughs> and it's top top to bottom one of the funniest like hour and a half of. It's of, tragicomic. Yeah, it's it's uh, uh, without spoiling a lot. There's and there's more funny stuff in that episode that yeah, doesn't have to do with the main story. Yeah. But uh, without spoiling anything, Chucky is a dog of Jamie's, and he tells this very yeah. sad Christmas story <laughs> about how this dog commits suicide on Christmas. <laughs> oh, it's so and it, sad and, and it's so funny. And it spirals out of control from there. Oh. So listen to Chucky's Christmas. Chucky's Christmas. It's like episode 408. Just type in Long Shot Podcast, Chucky's Christmas, you'll find it. Oh my it's God. worth a listen. It's, it's really, really it's good. It's tremendously funny. It's probably one of the funniest ones they ever did. Oh, absolutely. It, it might really be really it might be everybody's favorite. It's yeah. really funny. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, all right, shall we get into uh, closing this off? Yeah, let's talk about what we learned. I learned things. Did you learn things? I learned that without the sauce, you lost. <laughs> but you can also get lost in the sauce. sauce. I've, heard, yeah. I've heard this. That's right. <laughs> I feel I feel like it's pretty pertinent to the events of the previous week. Yeah, uh, it really is. I learned that you have no excuse to not go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you asshole. Yeah. Um, I learned that Western Ohio is just corn. Yep, just corn. I learned that uh, the condiment men are still out there somewhere. You know that, right? <laughs> right. Like they, they, got they are. They're yeah. out there somewhere. They're not They're not dead. I learned roll my R's like that. <laughs> Can't do it. I learned that Germany is both the inventors and killers of alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that I really want Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I learned don't be a bump on a log, wipe up your puke. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I, I learned that porno is ruining sex for our teens. Uh-huh. <laughs> I learned that schnapps is the gateway to misery. Mm. <laughs> I learned that 151 and hot sauce, not that bad. Not that bad. That's not, it wasn't horrible. It yeah. doesn't sound good either. Uh, I got two weird ones on you. One of them just says neckbeards, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and the other just says three babies deep into a, a wine jug. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote Commandant Chad. <laughs> Commandant Chad. Uh, I, I learned that McDonald's cures cancer, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Specifically ovarian cancer. Yeah. No other type of right. cancer. And I learned that announcing you're drunk is a pretty good start to a presentation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, again, I didn't announce I this to the whole class. <laughs> I know, but I chose to write it that way anyway. <laughs> Uh, well, revisionist history, fake news, fake yeah. news, fake news. Fake news. Ah, well, is that it? Is that what we learned? I think maybe we got it. I think that's it. That's it. Next time. Well, I mean, we might keep going next next time. I, oh, that's, that's it. it. Okay. 
Well, I mean, we might do a third part, too. That's it. Well, I... I mean, <laughs> all right. Before this goes on forever. Yes, and it well could. Um, uh, forever? That's it? <laughs> well, I mean, it might go on into the next dimension, too. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Well, well, it might exist at all possible points and at all possible times. That's it. Well, you know. Anyway, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, next, next week on uh, 3D Show, Slammy's going to be hosting. Yes. Yeah, uh, boy. We'll be right back to our drunken whatever this is. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Don't eat the yellow snow. Thank <laughs> you.